a recent press TV, dozens of Ukrainian policemen taken hostage by anti-government protesters have been freed. Officials say 75 people have been killed in clashes between protesters and security forces over the past three days. Earlier, several European foreign ministers held talks with President Viktor Yanukovych to persuade him to hold early elections. Boko Haram militants have reportedly killed scores of civilians in northeastern Nigeria. The assailants also set fire to hundreds of buildings there. The group has been blamed for a number of deadly attacks against civilians in the north and northeast of Nigeria. Mexico has condemned the fatal shooting of a Mexican man by U.S. Border Patrol Guard. Jesus Flores Cruz was killed near San Diego on Tuesday after throwing several rocks while trying to cross the border. Mexico has urged the U.S. to avoid using lethal force and immigration enforcement. A federal judge in the U.S. has rejected a lawsuit challenging the New York Police Department's spying activities on Muslims. But the court says the plaintiffs failed to show that the NYPD discriminated against them. Rice groups say that the ruling could lead to more spying on Muslims. The Syrian army has launched a major offensive to retake the town of Yabrud in the strategic Balamun region. The army says that it will bring the town under its control soon. Yabrut was overrun by militants in 2011. NATO Secretary General says he believes Afghan President Hamid Karzai will not sign a security pact with the U.S. Anders Rasmussen says Karzai will likely leave the signing the deal to his successor. Karzai has already said that he will not sign the pact until certain conditions are met. Moroccan activists have taken to the streets in the capital Rabat to press the government to meet their demands. Protesters are angry over corruption, despotism and injustice. The rally was held on the third anniversary of the formation of a pro-reform movement in the country. At least six Palestinians have been injured after Israeli settlers attacked a high school south of Nablus in the occupied West Bank. Clashes broke out between locals and Israeli settlers after the incident. Palestinians living in the area are frequently attacked by Israeli settlers. We all live in different realities, there's no doubt about that. They're trying to form a one unified reality, but as we start to look towards what we're trying to actually get to, and that is liberty, freedom, justice for all, um, which is a global cry, we are now knowing it within from all the internet realms that this is a global cry. It doesn't matter if you're in the Netherlands, in Africa, in uh, Peru, or wherever, we're all saying the same thing all over the globe. All over the globe. And so you can't reject anything that comes your way. The universe is trying to speak to you and give you what you need, but you're rejecting it because you think you know what you deserve and what you need, which has all been conditioned and programmed by our culture creators, such as Walt Disney, Monsanto, and everyone else. So the answer to our problem is actually invisible, and it is called synchronicity, but it's an answer that no one can show you. No one can show you. 
And so now we're asking humanity to have faith in humanity when the Dark Brotherhood is making it so impossible to do so. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. So we need to find that faith in humanity because listen to all these people that have come out here, every single one of them, a loving, caring, nurturing being that just wants to uplift humanity. Well, that's the majority. Well, that's the majority. Well, that's the majority. The television's telling you the total opposite. Fear those people in a van. Fear, don't go outside. You know, you don't want to be meeting around with people. And that's exactly what you should be doing. 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 And the synchronicities will start to unfold, and then you'll actually believe in miracles. Anything that comes your way, go with it and, and do it to your fullest. You know, that's my message to the world because it'll guide you to your soul's purpose. And if you let your light shine, you know, to your fullest when something comes your way, then it'll magnify and become even more than you ever anticipated. And the best thing is, is that everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it. Everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it. Everything's better than you could have ever And I know that's a, a hard message to sell when the BP oil spill, with the uh, volcanoes, with the corruption, with everything that's going down, the police state, you know, all of it. It's hard to tell people to regain their faith in humanity, to forgive the anger that you have for these people that have, have trespassed on you and to just start seeking the new existence. But we have to. That's what we have to do. We're the voice now. We're the voice now. We're the voice now. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing here? <laughs> What's your name again? John Ryan. Four Toad and Lexi. Do I mention Four Toad? Sure. Oh. Four Dave. Dave. <laughs> Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz for Toad and Lexi. You know, I don't, that sounds like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And, uh. Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy, Four Toad.
RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 Uncensored, uncut, and live Truth talk with guests that might help you survive It's the simple power of truth Join the conversation See through the lies of the manipulation It's the first 52 Listen up if you want to survive the ride Tune in, the truth might save your life The simple power of truth One word, rock the nation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 That's right, guys. It's the first 52 live on RazRadioLive.com. It is Saturday, February 22nd, 2014, a little after 9 o'clock. And here we are to bring you some information, some news, and have a little fun, of course, along the way. That's just the way we like to do it. We like to have some fun. We like to talk about things that matter. But we know it can be extremely boring and frustrating to just listen to somebody talk about things. We try to... Make it a little fun while we do it. So just just enjoy the ride while you're here. You know, we do have a lot of things to talk about tonight. I mean, the list is long. Um, apparently, there's some new audio of Bill Hicks that I found today that we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about some other radio stations, some people I'd like to see you guys help out if you can. Uh, just, just so many different things to talk about. Of course, sitting to my right is my beautiful, lovely wife, Lexi. How you doing, honey? I'm doing awesome. You ready to go for Hola. tonight? I am so ready to go. Good. I'm glad to hear that. That's what we'd like to hear. And of course, you know, tonight, our favorite, you know, our favorite guy 
is just uh, out of pocket. So, you know. What's through all these chemtrails? Dave, I'm sorry. I can't tell you what's all with all the chemtrails tonight because you're not with us. But we have Spicoli sitting in with us. How you doing, Spicoli? Hello, Spicy Weenie here. Go ahead. Hey, uh, I'm here. All right. I'm glad to hear that we got you, man. And, and I appreciate you sitting in for Dave. You know, we, we try to keep everything flowing and going well. And, you know, you got you got tagged for tonight, man. I did. Uh, I got I got roped into it. But I'm actually honored to, to be able to uh, do it. it Probably just because nobody else was available and everybody else was enjoying their Saturday night, you know, living it up. But uh, I've got school and work, so I can kind of devote a little bit of time to a weekend radio show. And I'm glad to be here. So well, We appreciate you. And that is the one thing, you know, Lex and I go back and forth all the time. If I had a private studio that I could do this on a Thursday night or a, a Wednesday night, I probably would. But because of our situation, it's Saturday night you get the first 52, which... You miss having your free Saturdays every once in a while, but we do it anyway because it's it's therapy. It's it's stress relief for me. You know that's why I do it. That's really honestly why I do it. It is my stress relief. You know I want to bring the information to people, but it allows me to vent what's on my mind and what's bothering me. You know, there's there's there's. So you don't rant at Thanksgiving dinner. Oh. <laughs> Just have a complete You're mental take breakdown. Irritate the hell out of my in-laws. I would never do that. That's never <laughs> happened. Fucking chemtrail! I mean, oh. uh, that was my... I'm sorry. Alrighty, Spicoli. All right. Damn, man. You didn't even make it like three minutes into talking. <laughs> Jesus. No, so. but that, that is the truth, though. That, that used to happen. You know, we'd go to, to Christmas or we'd go to Thanksgiving or... You know, we'd be at a family function. I'd be pointing up oh, at the sky telling nightmare. family, look at the chemtrails up there. Do you see those chemtrails? Do you realize what that is? Do you realize what's going on above you? I mean, you still do that. Oh, well, yeah. Just, not as bad, no. though, as I used to. <laughs> I, you're doing I, it right I, I now, to, Sean. <laughs> I'll give I'll give him credit, though. When, you, when you're hanging out with, with Sean Raz, it's it's a little different than being as the radio personality that, that he portrays. It, and when I was down there, there weren't a lot of chemtrails that were being sprayed anyway. So that wasn't a conversation... <laughs> Yeah, on a day-to-day, you're actually not very intense. You're quite laid back. But, you know, this is, you know, this is fun to watch. Yeah, I'm a lot more laid back than (laughs) I used to be. And you know what, Spicoli, it's funny you say that because um, up until about, uh, I'd say Wednesday, the Bushes were in town and the rest of the elite were in town because they live, they they vacation in Boca Grande, which is 14 miles from my house. And that's why there were no chemtrails. We didn't have chemtrails for about three or four weeks. I didn't. I didn't tweet out any pictures because there were nothing. There was nothing to tweet out. They just and started. That's why, go ahead. And that's why cops again don't respond to shots fired in the local area. Too, so. <laughs> you learned that firsthand. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just them bushes. It's all right. Don't worry. It's just those crazy rednecks. See, we live in a. I told you we live in a small town, man. I mean, you got to experience it and see it. I wasn't kidding when I said it was a small town. No, and it's it's great. I mean, I can understand why you like to be there. You can really appreciate the, the, the homeliness. It's just, it's, it's very, it's, it's very basic. And it's just, you're, you're there and I'm, I'm probably sure that most of the time you're at least familiar with your neighbors. That's a, that's a community where it's not like people are unreceptive to the people who are living around them. Like, you know, the people who are living across from you, next to you on either side. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Especially all too well here. Well, we'll, we might be leaving, we might be moving, uh, very close to Mike there, so uh, I'm hoping that one goes through soon because 
we got to get our kid out of the apartment. The apartment's just, it, it's not a good environment for him. He just, he, no, needs, he needs a yard. He needs, yeah, he needs room. He, he's going to be into sports. So all the energy is going to be, need to be displaced in sports and you're going to need a yard so you can throw the football, you know, hit a baseball, throw a baseball, something. You put, know, him, like, put him on a leash so we can leave him out in the yard <laughs> for the day, you know, different things like that. Clothesline. <laughs> Just have a running line for him. <laughs> catch lizards. You know, that's good. You know, when I was a kid, when I went outside, I used to love doing things like that. I like the fish. I, I caught lizards. I caught bugs. You know, I was always outside. And see, I, I was the same way when I grew up. Uh, I lived in Florida for a a very short period of time, but I always vacationed here because my grandparents have lived here since 78. Uh, and, and I was, you know, I didn't necessarily catch bugs, but I like to take the BB gun and go shoot dragonflies and, you know, that kind of thing. That's what I did at seven, eight years old. He's already wandering around. Uh, that's what I did at seven, eight years old. I, I went out and I had the, the BB gun and I, you know, chased dragonflies around. I chased lizards around. We, my grandpa took me out. We went, cause they used to live on, I think it was like 110 acres they owned. They had a pig farm and uh, all this different property. I mean, my my uncle crash landed an airplane there once. That's how big the property was. And uh, I would spend so much time just wandering the backyard or the back whatever the hell it's called when you live on a farm. And uh, I just had so much fun doing that. And that's that's what childhood is about. That that really is what childhood is Exploration. about. Exploration. Exploration. Yeah. Yes. And even enjoying the outdoors. Like I was, I I was a. It was an in between uh, phase when I was a kid. I I spent some time outside because where I like my independence. That was the time where I could get my independence. I'd go outside, you know, venture out on the bike, go out wherever I I needed to, and. Uh, at that time, it's kind of weird as as a kid. You you kind of. That's where you make yourself. It's it's like you can you can go out and you can do things on your own. You you can discover things, and it's all your it's it's all your own doing. You know, it's exciting. It's it, it's something that's that's new. It's like adventure. You know, you feel like you're like Johnny Quest or something like that. Like, yeah, I'm I'm going out and you know, Haji's on my backside and I got a little fucking dog. But we didn't have Haji's when I was a kid. That's a whole different thing, though. Remember, there's ten years between us. You know, we would go out uh, in the summertime. We'd leave the house at eight nine o'clock in the morning and my parents had do you ever see those old-fashioned bells that they used to keep you know like a like a small liberty bell let's say right right yeah and they had one of these mounted on a fence post in front of the house and when it was dark and when it was time to come home my parents would ring this bell and we'd be all you know half mile or whatever down the road playing in the field that was in, in the middle of our development and when that bell rang all of us there was you know 15 20 kids we all knew it was time to go home and that's when we all scattered and went back to our houses. Yes! And... <laughs> Stop gathering government information and come in for dinner. Come in for dinner now. They still have that bell sitting in their front yard. Next time you're down, I'll show it to you. They've had this bell for almost 30 years now. I mean, that's how long they've had it. And uh, that that was our symbol. And that's I think that's part of what we're lacking um, now with childhood development, with um, Ray, I, I even feel it a little bit with Mikey, you know, like I don't want to keep him away from technology because I know in, as, as, as things move along in our country and our world that, uh, the reliance on technology is going to become so severe, uh, and so in, inbreded in our daily, uh, it already is, but it's going to be even more. So I, I'm afraid to take that away from him. You know, I said when he was born, nope. There's there's no 
TV watching. There's no on the computer time. There's none of this. And then, you know, you see these different studies. You have one study that says, oh, well, you know, the more time you put them on the computer or more time you have them on the smartphone or on the iPad or on the tablet, uh, it's going to dumb them down. Then you see another study that's saying, no, you're going to help their minds develop and open up different things that maybe they wouldn't have opened up if they didn't get involved on these things. So it's, it's so hard to decide what side you want them on. And it, it comes down to regulation as a parent and, and recognizing what your child is, is doing and how they're reacting to it. And that's the hardest thing is to, is to determine where to give and where to take. And you need to, again, like you said, you need to regulate and delegate what you, as a parent, deem fit for the the child to take part in. But technology, again, is that's why I'm going to into an electronics engineering field. It, it's for audio, but it's also heavily into, you know, the electronic side of it because electronics are not going anywhere. Electricity is a necessity. That's something that's there. So especially like when you want to talk about raising your kid into being the the most that they can be um you want to take notice of where their their strong points are and if they're very hands on like I saw Mikey he was good with Legos he likes Legos you know he likes building things and that's uh conclusive or you can be Good it still opens somebody. up sections of the mind. It still right, is exactly. broadening the mind, right? But when he could be again to an engineer compared to a tech, that's why I'm going as an engineer because I feel like I could design things because I have a creative nature into where I can open my expansion into thinking about things in a different nature. That's just we're stones all the time, because you know that's <laughs> the artistic nature. That's all right. It's it's it happens. But uh, Mikey Mikey has a lot of good opportunities. I think the homeschooling that I've heard you talk about as well. It, there are benefits to that because you can focus on a certain aspect where he's strong. If you find whatever, if he's good at sports or something like that, you can take that into someone. Because first of all, you know, if, if you're physically strong, you're, you're only going to be a certain certain type of uh, uh, employment that you can get. It's not going to really take you into somewhere that you need to focus your brain power. That's basically the the one thing that I think a lot of people lack with their kids that they don't exercise the brain early enough. And Mikey, you know, you guys, even with him, you know, I saw you guys let him watch some videos here and there and whatnot, but he is, whether or not he's analytical, which I haven't seen him, you know, do math or anything, but he is smart, and it's funny to see him be responsive, and he can almost respond to a comment that you're saying like an adult. Yeah, uh, that, that's the one thing about him that's very surprising. Uh, he is... He's actually overly, like, too smart sometimes because he'll try to trick us. He'll literally try to trick us. It's funny to watch him do it because, you know, we pick up on it pretty quick when he's doing it. But he'll, he does that. He'll play us off each other. He'll try to trick us. And, and that's a, I mean, that's, a, that's a trait of an Italian or a Mexican. So he's got that in him to go with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mom said I didn't have to take a shower tonight. No, you got to take a shower. I just said you had <laughs> Yeah, that's no, the kind of shit. That's the kind of shit he'll try to pull. It's it's pretty funny. Well, you know, while we're talking about children, this is something I came across today, and um, I, I find it. Uh, I don't want to say disturb. Well, yeah, I do want to say say disturbing. Uh, so let's take a listen to this now, one. New York State authorities are planning to step up surveillance this time on school kids. The program, which is to be launched statewide, is supposed to gather information on students starting from the age of five. And as Artis Marina Portnow reports, the move is finding little support among parents. 
A new data gathering program in New York State shows that not even America's youngest citizens can be spared from having their personal information collected and stored. The Department of Education is creating a statewide database that will include the names, addresses, test scores, learning disabilities, attendance and disciplinary records of every single public school students. The data collection begins at the age of five. Now, what I want to say first off is if they kept a record of my disciplinary, my attendance record, and then they process that to my adult life, you know, my adult, adult life, I'd probably be in jail. And a private company called InBloom has been contracted to uh, store and protect the records of 3.6 million students. Education officials say the program can help companies who produce teaching material to tailor their products to student needs. However, parents are not buying it. More than 4,000 have signed a petition rejecting the InBloom program, including Karen Sproul, who spoke with RT about her concerns for her 10-year-old son and millions of others. The New York State Department did not notify parents. They didn't give acts for consent. Um, we kind of just stumbled on it and discovered it. It just seems like parents were taken out of the equation completely in terms of protecting their children's privacy. Imagine that. Um, we were not aware that um, the New York State Department made a deal with Bill Gates and Bloom nonprofit organization to upload all of our children's personal data. This includes the parents' data as well. Um, I'd like everybody to keep in mind that they mentioned Bill Gates. Uh, for the purpose <laughs> of personalized learning. For me, this is particularly alarming because my child has special needs. Um, and his m school records are essentially his medical records. Mm. Whereas in any other instance, um, releases would have to be signed for any of that information to be released to mm. a third party. You don't even know who will have access to your child's records. If there's breaches, you wouldn't even know because it's so massive and the extent to the information that's being uploaded is so huge that it will be available to many different third-party vendors and entities that we have no idea who they are and what information would be released to them. It's horrifying to me as a parent. New York officials say the In Bloom student data program will begin in April. In the meantime, thousands of parents say they are prepared to fight the state tooth and nail in order to protect their children's privacy. Reporting from New York, Marina Portnaya, RT. You know what I find important about that? New York you know what I find important about that article is that... Uh, you know, we hear about all the spying that's going on to us, so now we have it going on to our children. And this goes back to what we talk about all the time. You know, what did Hitler do? He went to the children. He indoctrinated the children. He had the Hitler uh, Nazi Youth Corps. Well, it's structuring for the future. Right, and exactly. You, and you remember these cases to where there were iPads that were issued through schools that they were actually accessing while kids were in their private you know, domiciles and in, inside of their own homes, and the cameras are being operated and gathering images. Yeah, that was Wilkes-Barre, from... that, that was Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and they gathered, when the lawsuit was settled, I believe they had over 30,000 images taken from the children's uh, laptops, and a majority of them, one kid got called into the principal's office or a disciplinarian's office, um, because they had seen him 
taking a drug, but it turned out he was eating Skittles yet again. Right. Skittles. Right. And okay, this. Now, mind you, I, I've always been pretty much spicoled out, and I was pretty much high in this whole situation. When am I going to explain it? But I got hemmed up on something in a school when I moved from L.A. to uh, Oklahoma, and I was in my senior year, very small school. Everybody had been together for a long time. An outsider was not very much accepted. And uh, I had gone to school really fucked up. I don't really remember it, but I got called to the office, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I offered for them to give me a field sobriety test and a breathalyzer, which they denied. And uh, I was probably at a point where I may have failed that as well. <laughs> they required me to uh, go outside of school and take a drug test, which I told my, you know, my dad at the time, we smoked weed. I'm not going to, you know, blow him in too much, but we, we did. You know, it was something that we did together. And he was like, okay, well, I'm going to take it for this test. I'm like, I'm going to fail it for, you know, that and that was enough for me to get expelled. And this was, uh, I'm going to say 2003, 2002, 2003, somewhere around there. And they required me to go outside of school to go get a test of something that you couldn't prove that I did, whether or not it was in school or out of school. And I got a, uh, it was not an expulsion. It was a long-term suspension, basically an expulsion. But something I did out of school, which you have no right to, again, as a minor, I have less rights than anybody else. I can't, you know, test positive for this or that. But still, how can you tell me that if I test positive for something, especially such as cannabis, you know how it is. Same as, you know, opiates will be out of your system quick. And one of the things I've learned... Almost overnight. I mean, opiates are gone within 24 hours, you know? One of of the things I've learned, too, I don't want to ramble on too much... Can not Spicoli. To, Spicoli would never uh, ramble on too no, much. <laughs> opiates are actually uh, the the way that they need to test for the uh, cannabis tolerance or the DUI aspects of the same five nanograms of cannabis in your system is what you can test positive for in a blood test for right. DUI. Right, right. Well, they need to do a, they need to do an oral test because the the first of all, the oral test is going to be more conclusive to how recently you smoke cannabis. Great. And how Trucker Mike talked. Later. Trucker Mike talked about that once. That there's the the uh, that there is a form of testing that can be done uh, through a swab. And this was months and months and months ago when we were having a conversation about the legalization of uh, of cannabis, marijuana, and I mean. Here's my issue. Here's here's one of my biggest problems I have with this whole debate we're seeing with the the legalization uh, or decriminalization or medical marijuana usage is everybody keeps talking about, oh, it's just like alcohol. It's just like alcohol. It's just like alcohol. Well, hey, guess what? If you take a Percocet for pain and you go get behind the wheel of your car, you're just as intoxicated as if you smoke a joint. As if you drink a couple beers, uh, maybe even more depending upon your dosage. So why is pharmaceutical never put into that category? Alcohol is, marijuana is, but pharmaceutical is never. And that's, that's part of my problem with this debate because you're a lot safer and I've smoked weed for a long time. I gotta be honest with you. You know, it's not like it's something new to me. And, uh, I, I've driven. A lot of times while doing it. And guess how many actions I've got in, into on wheat? One. I'd say negative five. No, I got okay. into one. I'll be honest. I got into one. Wow. Okay. But you know what the accident was? I was sitting at a circle in New Jersey trying to get in. I don't know who, if you know what a circle is. It's where 
four roads or you know, two roads meet a rotary, whatever you want to call a it. circle is a shape that's round right. and has no edges. <laughs> it's a shape. <laughs> so I'm sitting at this. I'm, I'm 20 years old. And I'm trying to light my roach. And I was in my Jeep. And I, you know, let my foot ride off the clutch a little bit and I rolled into the back of a car (laughs) in front of me. And that's all, that's, that was my accident on weed. I rolled into a car in front of me with a light, or a a light footed clutch. Idiot. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was, idiot. You really can't get into an accident on, on, you could, but with, with the accidents, okay, I've been in one accident in my life where, uh, it was crazy. I don't understand why. This happened, but it was great. It was when I just recently got my uh, first gun. I didn't have my concealed permit yet, and I had my gun in the glove box. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Now I we got do... three problems with sh- with a Spicoli and a gun? No. Is this the third problem with Spicoli and a gun? I had no option. Okay, listen. <laughs> listen. Oh, it I comes had, out. <laughs> I had my pipe in the car at the same time, and I wasn't smoking it, and I just couldn't find it after I got into an accident where the gun was there. And um, I'm not going to blow myself in or blow anybody else in, but sometimes when you're traveling, there are things that can happen and have both in the same vicinity, which is never a responsible idea. But <laughs> I couldn't find the fucking pipe. All right, you guys are losing major there. credibility with me right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh-oh. The BIC I don't think I'm spoken like, prepared to let either one of you drive me around anywhere and or <laughs> be high in the process. Yeah, no. I mean, no, honey, I've been driving you around for eight years now. Yeah, I have you ever you, had any? I think I, you're th- an awful, awful driver. Oh, <laughs> an awful, between, awfully good driver. No, between, I get it right. Between last week's incidents and then prior incidents to weekends before where I was down here, I think Lexi really hates me. Oh, <laughs> like, that's just like a complete asshole in her mind, and she fucking hates me. So that's, that's kind cool. of a lot, you know. I don't yeah. think she hates you. I wouldn't Spicoli. talk to you if I didn't like you. Yeah, I mean, she really that's kind of like that's Brad Friedman. Anytime he's on, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, he can go crap on a cracker. Yeah, shift. Yeah, sorry. Lexi has an issue with Brad Friedman. I'm not sure why. I couldn't really figure it out why she has an issue with Brad Friedman. But really? She, she tends to have Is a it... little bit of one. Oh, I didn't realize that was like a the surprise to me. Difficult thing to figure out. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. It's, it's not a super difficult thing to figure out. I just, no. you know. I'm sure some people find him tolerable. Brad Friedman's a nice guy. Is he? No. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to be I was, nice. I will say that, Lexi, I guess, yeah, when I was over there, I'm sure the hospitality wouldn't have been shown towards me without. No, I wouldn't. Dude, if I didn't like you, I wouldn't have you anywhere near me and or my family and right. or child. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Mikey, you know, again, he's, but I feel like I, I wasn't trying to help out too much that weekend because I was so tired, but I tried to, you know, he's cool. I, I help him build his Legos when he was down there and he, or down no, here. Uh, honestly, Spicoli, honestly, we wouldn't have you around our child if we didn't trust you. And that's just how we are. I mean, we don't play games. We yep. just won't hang out with you. you no, know? I've straight cut people off. Yeah. Like, nope, I'm not talking to you. I just completely fall off the face of the earth as far as they're concerned if I don't like it's, somebody. It's weird. Like, I'm such a stoner and everything like that, but I'm, like, great with kids. I've always been great with, like, my little cousins and all that. Like, I, I don't know. Most stoners are because you're down at their mentality. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, what's up, buddy? But, hey, but hey. as we speak of low mental mentality, let's uh, see what Buzzard's got to say. What's up, Buzzy? What about mentality? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, brother? I haven't uh, talked to you in a while. 
I'm doing good. Uh, you know, I just sit here and listen to you, to you dopers. You know, I smoke all the dope you want. I don't give a shit. I really don't. But it cracks me up, with Florida especially, wanting to get this uh, medical marijuana in. Like I said, medical. Oh, you're bu- you broke up there, Buzzy. You still there? Uh, while uh, he's while he's falling off the radar, yes to amendment two. Yes, yes to yes. amendment two. Yes. yes to amendment two, and I will be voting. I hope everybody else will vote. That will get this passed. And you know what? I, we will talk about this a little later on. But I will give up my concealed carry permit to give my license. I'm gonna. I'm already gonna do that. Hold on, we got him back. I think Buzzy, you back now? Buzzy, you back? What you hang up on me for, sir? I didn't hang up on you. Your shit went all <laughs> fucking stupid. I don't, I don't hey. think you realize who you're talking to, son. I'll hear me now. I think you must be in Deepwood, Iowa, or something, because your shit just dropped right on out. So go ahead and continue uh, with what you were saying. Uh, I want to hear it. Actually, I, actually, I'm in Oklahoma. But anyway, oh, I even worse. Uh, <laughs> you're by my family. Yeah, but anyway, I was gonna say, uh, you numbers in Florida. Y'all gonna be shit out of luck. Holy shit, speaking of numbers, these are big trucks. Oh man, that's some bitch crashed all to hell. Ooh. Well, why are we gonna, why are we gonna be shit out of luck, Buzzy? Tell me. Because Florida's trying for the medical marijuana. Granted, some of you all gonna be able to get your card, but there's a lot of you ain't gonna get a card for the simple fact there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with me. The doctors are, or a lot of doctors are not going to risk their license just because you want to smoke weed. I've got like plenty wrong with you. you know, but see, Buzzy, the problem is, is, is most people don't realize, um, there's a lot of things it treats and it doesn't, you know, if you read the, the wordage of the current bill going through here in Florida, um, most of the main things are covered, but it's up to the discretion of the doctor to, uh, whether they give it to you or not. Yes. And a lot yeah, of people can yeah. claim to have sleeping disorders, to have depression, on and on and on. See, and now they have a license. But depression is not a good reason to prescribe marijuana because if you're a depressant, you shouldn't really have a depressant prescribed to you. Agreed. But such as, like, I have ADHD. I've always been, I've had a lot of amphetamines prescribed to me to even out my ADHD. Well, that was wrong. I started taking uh, cannabis and marijuana, you know, back in the day to help alleviate my ADHD and I really think that that in itself is something that would be acceptable for them to say that hey listen rather than give you something well Eric uh, to that I will say that I don't think that ADHD is a legitimate thing I think some people are more high strung than others if you want to medicate to suppress that then fine but I don't think there's anything wrong with Someone moving quickly in their thought process. Exactly. Why would you want to? Go ahead, Buzzy. What was that? You all might think there's something wrong with you, whatever. But a doctor is not going to risk his medical license just because you come and say, "Oh, my head hurts." But see, give you a a card. But Buzzy, you do realize this is just the first steppings into um, getting this, this, uh, this, this, this. This thing. What in the hell? I, I couldn't get it out. This thing <laughs> that is really. Yeah. Well, not, th- th- this product, this, this plant, Buzzy. We're trying to get this plant, a plant, right? We're trying to get this to where it's acceptable. And this is one of the first movements into getting it acceptable. Now. It will be acceptable when all the people, my mom's age, people up in their seventies, 
uh, are dead. Well, that's the reefer madness bullshit. So right there, you're admitting that there's not a problem with it, that it was just the propaganda put out in the 30s. Like I said, I don't see nothing wrong with it. There isn't a problem with it. I don't like smoking it because I'd rather take the strizips or whatever you want to call them, but as far as smoking it, I don't like the effects I get from smoking it. Well, and a lot of people don't, but the thing is that the reason we want that passed in our state and the rest of the states in this country at least in my mind, is because there's a lot of good that can come from that plant as far as medical treatments go that have not been anywhere near enough why explored. Don't all, uh, why, don't and, then, why don't you all come out and tell the truth and quit hiding behind the medical deal when there's nothing wrong? I'm not hiding behind it. I, you know... I like it. I'm not obsessed with it. I don't have to sit around and get high yeah, every not night. As bad as I, I don't yeah, like listen, chase it down. Uh, I do want to see. No, it is a big deal to the... me to see medical treatments go on with marijuana to replace cancer treatments, to replace psychotropic drugs. treatments, right. Uh, um, there's, it's a big deal to me, the advantages that could come out of it. Go ahead, Spicoli. Hey, hold, hold on, Buzzy. Go ahead, Spicoli. Hold, hold on, Buzzy. Go ahead, Spicoli. Hey, buzz it. If if you just take out the uh, the medical aspect and you just allow us to recreationally use it, if if you want to use it for whatever status that you think that it can be a medical benefit to you, you could just basically limit it, just like alcohol. I mean, I know you drink beers. Uh, most people in America have you know had an alcoholic beverage within the last year, whether or not you're a, a binge Freaking drinker. Where they say uh, most people fall into a, that <laughs> that product of of indulging in something. So. Whether or not you want to say it's a medical reason or not, if I just want to fucking use it, I'm sorry, with the, another F bomb. I'm sorry. Okay, if I want to use it, there's no, there's no reason that you should tell me I shouldn't be able to use it for what I need it for. Same as alcohol I could be used. It. Back in the day, I it was used it. in an, an, all right, an hold on, hold on, Spicoli, hold on. Go ahead, Buzzy. I realize all this, and I, I agree with you, every one of you about the recreational use. But I'm saying you need to come out and fight for the recreational use just to make it well, you, where it's legal all the way around. You made the best point, Buzzy, and the best point you made was we have to wait for these 60, and 70, and 80-year-olds to die in order to do uh, that. I would say 70 and 80 years old. Well, that's so true. My mom's gone. 60, yeah. so. No, uh, <laughs> no Buzzy's, Buzzy, uh, no, Buzzy's not that old. Everybody in their 50s and their 60s, they, they all know the truth. The ones up in their 70s and 80s, yeah, they're all brainwashed yet. Yeah. I've tried to talk to my mom about it. But they smoke. They smoke too, Buzzy. Like uh, my grandma. Uh, my grandma's in her seventies now, and her friends smoke uh, on on a regular basis. And it's something that they have just been accustomed to. So I guess in the older generations, they're they're realizing what it, at least the benefit. I will agree with you. Yes, if we can just say it's it's good for recreational, and you can do whatever you want to, because there are medical benefits. I'm not going to argue that, but I think that if we just make it recreational. Same as I'm sure people use alcohol and, and some medical benefit to where, where I was saying before, back in the day, that was your anesthesia. Drink a, drink a shot of whiskey and that was your, you know, yeah. numbing agent right before we cut off your arm. <laughs> when your kid's teething, you take a little whiskey, put it on your fingertip yeah. and rub it in. I even did that. I mean, shit, I'll be honest. Oh, uh, uh, no. You put cocaine on it. And since we're, and since we're on this subject, I just wanted to point out that Italy in its entirety is letting out all marijuana users out of prison that were prosecuted for mar- marijuana use. That ain't going to happen either because they... They have. They have to let them out. 
They're overrun. Oh, it was against the law when they committed the crime. No, 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 Buzzy. Italy. We're talking about Italy, first of all. Italy. Another country. Buzzard. Buzzard. Oh, Italy. I thought you were talking about here. Okay. Buzzard, you're a religious guy, right? You're religious, right? Well, it's somewhat. I ain't no Bible thumper, by all means. Okay, well, do you believe it? You believe in God? I mean, kind of, well, do yeah. You? Yeah. Okay. So do you believe that, that everything on the earth was put on here for a reason, right? I mean, it, there, there was a reason, one way or another, that something was put on the earth. Well, yeah, you know, I think you're preaching to the choir, and yes, Jesus was smoking a bowl. Yes, he okay. was. And that's what I'm saying, that cannabis is, is one of the unadulterated products. It's not a drug, it's a plant. That's why, when you can relate to that, it, a drug would be something that's adulterated or manufactured in a process to create something that's... That's not natural. Uh, cannabis is natural in itself. That's why. That's why actually, in 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 the the countries that cocaine is uh, grown in, um, they don't process it. They just grab the leaf and chew it as oh, a medicinal yeah. medicine. Buzzy, well, besides, I don't know if you knew that or not, but the cocoa leaf is. is no, I, I didn't know that part. Well, it used to be used in medicines all the way up until. As far as manufactured drugs like cocaine, man-made drugs, no, I do not agree with. It. Well, cocaine's not a man-made drug. It's a it's processed. Uh, Correct. They got to process it into a drug. Well, let me, can, can I ask you? Is is is, is um painkillers okay then? Is what? Are are, are painkillers okay? Because they're made from the poppy. They're they're a manufactured yeah. drug. You're only gonna get them if you got a prescription. Oh, so it's okay if the doctor says it's okay. So if the doctor prescribed cocaine for a headache, would you be okay with that? No. Take a line and call I, me in the morning. I, 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 would, take it. I would take it. I would take it. I'd take a <laughs> right. pill if you give me a pill. But oh, really? Oh, see, that, that, Buzzy, that is so weird, my friend. That is so weird. So if I handed you a, a natural poppy and told you this is going to give you the same effect as that Oxycontin you're going to take, but you won't take that poppy because the poppy's illegal, but you'll take the, the, the uh, Oxycontin. Oh, I, I, I might chew on the poppy, yeah. Uh, well, then what's the difference but if you chew on a cocoa leaf? Whoever made that cocaine to snort up oh. your nose, you don't know who made that and, and what they and, put in it. I've been told they got rat poison in it. I don't want fucking rat poison in my fucking nose. Now, they can usually I, use baby I, lax. Go ahead, Can I interject? Okay, all right. All right. First of all, you can die from eating a, a poppy, you know, a poppy pod, which where the opium comes from. It's 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 almost like a, a latex type substance that leaks out of the pod that you cut down. You can actually OD from that, but the coca leaf, you would have to take so many coca leaves to really OD off of it. And what it actually enables the mountainous indigenous workers in the areas where it grows, it enables more oxygen to get into your lungs at a higher altitude. When you're at a higher altitude, it's harder for you to intake oxygen into your body, so you chew on a little bit of coca leaf, and it expands the capillaries in your lungs and allows you to get more oxygen into them when you chew on the natural coca leaf. And you're not going to die from a coca leaf. I'm basically against addictive drugs, even though. Right. So you're against alcohol then? You're against it's, alcohol then, exactly. Buzz? That's I'm such an addictive drug. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> alcohol, I can control just because you can't. Well, sorry about you talking a lot. Is it not a drug though? Wait, wait but I is can, it not a drug? What if I can control cocaine, Buzz? <laughs> what What if I can control cocaine? No, you can't control cocaine. Yes, what if can. I can control fucking MDMA? What if I can control poppy? What if what if I can do heroin and control my heroin use? You can all that heroin or whatever cocaine from drug dealers and no telling what they put in it. 
Well, then maybe it should be legal so we can trust where we get it from. How do you know it's in your alcohol, Buzzy? You don't know if there's jizz in your alcohol. You know, that's actually, that's a great point, Spicoli, because there is, there's absolutely no ingredients labels required on alcohol. So you don't know what's in that alcohol. No idea. All it says is alcohol alcohol content about, and that's about it. FDA regulates it. FDA does not regulate. Wait, 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 Buzzy, stop for a sec. The FDA does not regulate alcohol. The 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 uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms regulates the sale of alcohol, but they don't I'm regulate the. Per- they, I'm talking about making it. Nobody regulates the, the making of alcohol, my friend. They, nope. Oh yeah, they do. They don't let you add caffeine to it. How do they? They did. They, they well, yeah. I'll, I'll give him that one. I'll give him that one. He got he got me on that one. Yes, he did outlaw. They did outlaw the the addition of of caffeine into those energy drink. Yeah, you can still get a fucking red. Uh, I'm sorry, you can still get a Red Bull and vodka. Yes, you could and still. You can still mix it yourself at the bar, but he does have a point. I'll give him that one. Uh, and they stepped in later in the fact. But you go try to find, you know, because Lexi and I did this because you know we were we try not to consume too many GMOs. So what we did is we tried to find out what beers were not GMO, how they were produced, blah blah blah, and to find the ingredients because it's it's a uh, what do they call that, honey, when it's a, um, a, a company secret or what, what, anybody know what that's called? I forget what it's called. Um, ah, shit. Whatever it's called. <laughs> they, 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 they won't release it because it's, it's a formula to make their alcohol or to make their it beer. It's the pharmaceuticals. Ethical doctors will not overprescribe you. They will not let you keep coming back. More and more. Bullshit. Hold on. Ethical, ethical doctors were not overprescribe you because when I was a kid, I was prescribed every medicine under the sun for ADHD. That's why when I was talking about ADHD, that's what I could possibly get my medical card for. I'm not trying to fall back on it, but look at all the drugs that they forced on me when I was a kid. So talk, not talking about falling back on it. It's just an easy way that I can say, hey, listen, this is something that I'm able to possibly be able to treat with this because you fucking labeled me with it when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I was such an influential model. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Everybody. Whoa. And still do as guinea pigs. Everybody slow down. Wait, but Buzzy, hold on for a second. First of all, I know a lot of doctors who I think are good people, Uh, but you have to remember these guys are handed these medicines. Doctors aren't told what is in the medicine they're not told what the medicine can do they're just told they're told what to use it for if if i may go ahead um as far as the medical benefits of most things that are prescribed to us um there's always a natural alternative and even though the things that we think of as hardcore drugs like marijuana or cocaine or these sorts of things um, it can even be something as simple as vitamin C. I've been following research studies on alternative cancer treatments and uh, intravenous injections of vitamin C annihilates cancer cells. But they they cannot get the funding because there's no potential patent on it. There's no way for the pharmaceutical industries to make money off of it. And the cocoa plants and marijuana and vitamin C um, will always be suppressed by the pharmaceutical companies because they can't make money doing it that way. 
they have to have their own um hidden back back doors back yeah. door scientific chemical made up process pill and you know cancer treatments that date back to the friggin 60s that they're still using so they can make their billions of dollars and screw the little guy and population control that's all it is and if we had real medical professionals that did their research that actually gave a shit about what they were doing for a living, we would see the use of marijuana, cocaine, vitamin C, plants used as uh, as medical treatment. But we don't. No, we don't see so it. So whatever. We don't see it. And you know what, guys? We'll be back in a minute. Uh, we're going to take a break now. You're listening to The First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. We will talk to you soon. You guys have a good break.
The guy you love to love. Insurance claims, and how come he didn't show? 
show up for work on that particular day He even admits that demolition was the decision he made Specifically to pull it was the call that he gave But to line explosives you need at least several days Well if that's the case, that's the smoking gun Just ask the scientists about all the fermate they found And how it's only used in demolitions to bring buildings down And why does it look like a missile that hit the Pentagon If it wasn't to where all the plane parts that crashed to the ground And why'd they have to confiscate every camera around How come Cheney gave the orders for NORAD to stand down I can hear the whistles blowing and the sound is getting loud Like jets a hundred miles away breaking barrier sound That's why Bush just sat there, he thought it was another practice round So why buildings collapse into their own footprint I'm going back to redact original blueprints P-N-A-C, learn the acronym please It means project for a new American century Written by Rumsfeld, Wolfowitz and the Dick Cheney They're eradicating Muslims in the name of you and me It's a part of their coup, it's a call to arms That's why they wrote it in quote, we need a new Pearl Harbor It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism they're trying to kill people for a political agenda. It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. So, I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... If this is going to be another cum, cum trail... I've got lesbians and he's got cum trail. <laughs> okay, why don't you just move along? I love along. animals get in the way when you're doing a radio what show. What I think is gonna, they're going to have to redirect the Americans' mindset. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. <laughs> I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52. RazRadioLive.com Alright guys, welcome back to the First 52 Live on RazRadioLive.com. We are back. It's a little after 10 o'clock on February 22nd, 2014. I hope you enjoyed the first hour. We got a a lot of things we talked about there, you know, some different things. Uh, we kind of starburst like we always do, because that's just what we do is we starburst a lot. Starfish? <laughs> starburst. We starburst a lot. We starburst a lot. We are back online now. I know there was a little issue there, guys, so if you missed us, we're back. We're live. We're here. <laughs> it happens that way sometimes. You just have to deal with it, you know, the way it goes down. So anyway, uh, we were having... What the hell were we talking about? You were ranting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ethical doctors, Buzzy. You know, what I had said was that, you know, there, there, there are a lot of good doctors out there. But these doctors are given a, a prescription or given a medication. They don't they don't research what They're this medication paid. is. They're paid to prescribe medication. And, Let's get it right. And the salespeople if, if come doctors in. doctors were truly ethical... They would look into legitimate treatments for people, but they're being run by pharmaceutical companies who are paying them big dollars, and pharmaceutical companies don't want to use products that don't have a potential patent on them, like so, vitamin C, so all, like marijuana, like cocaine. Well, so, I mean, why am I not eligible then, talking about that, where I was forced to take amphetamines as a kid, why am I not eligible to choose as an adult? A, a plant-related substance that would possibly do the same thing as he what you say an amphetamine. Well, I don't think any sort of can't have four people talking at one time. Answer, Buzzy. Answer Spicoli's question. 
he was forced to take the medication through his parents because they didn't challenge the doctor on the medication. But they see, said, oh, okay, whatever. But see, the problem is, Buzzy, is everybody goes, well, he's a doctor. He has a MHD. He has a DDS. He has a whatever the hell number he had, letters he has. So he must know better than me because I'm just a regular person. So if he says I should take this, I should take this then because he told me I should have to take this. But the problem is, I don't believe that. You don't believe that because you're not. Mass a, America does though. But yeah, exactly. The the majority of America believes that. And I've got, trust me, and don't tell me they don't, because I've gotten into arguments with people over vaccinations and over ADHD talking about that the doctor t tells me I should take this, so my child should have this, because the doctor tells me my child should have this, and that's why they do it. Of, they don't do it because they research kids, it. A lot of kids and adults do not have ADHD. It's too easy for the doctor to prescribe them. That medication, so they can collect the money. Exactly. They don't do the But me as a kid, I had no choice, and I was forced to take these drugs that probably fucked my mind up or screwed my mind up. And you're blaming the doctors. You need to, you, know, you need to blame your parents. Yeah, well, I, I'm not gonna blame. And okay, what I started doing is I started, I stopped taking the medicines on my you own. Started selling yes, it. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I did. And I'm not gonna lie. That's actually exactly what I did, but allegedly. So I stopped doing what I needed to do to control my own mind. But listen, to give me speed to slow down my own mind, thats I, I was always prescribed an amphetamine. For me being an overactive mind, I was prescribed an amphetamine. How does that make sense? If you want, if your overactive mind needs to be calmed down, why would you prescribe something that would... You're hyper? Here, have some coke! Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh my I mean, god! <laughs> how does that make sense in any way, shape, or form, Buzzy? It don't make sense at all. Some kids are just overactive. Yeah, come and spend the day with mine. They grow out of it. Hey, come spend spend the day with my kid. You want to say overactive? <laughs> it's too easy to prescribe a medication to calm a kid down, or an adult. It's too easy to just give them a pill. That's your unethical doctors. Well, but see, the problem you think is, Doctor Mark. If, do you think Doctor Mark or Doctor Diakos would do that? If they was in that that part of the profession, I really don't. You know, I, I, I don't think Dr. Mark would. I don't think the Diacos would. I agree with you on that. And I do agree with you that it does because it does come down to ethics of doctors. But the problem is, is they're not taught that anymore, Buzzy. That that's not. That, that, I have talked to a lot of ethical doctors. I found out because as a truck driver, it's hard. Now, I've had uh, kidney stones in the past, and I had to deal with my leg in the past. Sorry about and it's luck. hard to get painkillers <laughs> as a, yeah, I know, it sucks. But <laughs> they do not want to give, uh, a lot of doctors will not give you painkillers for the simple fact you're a truck driver. And those are the ethical doctors. Well, it, right down to it. Is, it their eth is it their ethical uh, background that's that's avoiding them giving it to you, or is it legal requirements? <laughs> exactly, because they'd still no, make money no, if they gave it to you. you. It's illegal for you, a truck driver to be on them pills or whatever. You get, well, it's not illegal to be on them if they're prescribed, but you are not supposed to drive. Now, so why, why, why is there such a stigma them? against a plant that can do the same exact thing yet be non-addictive and you know non-habit forming and actually be a little bit and more actually beneficial? not kill you? Yeah, what's the, what's the difference? 
I'm, I missed that. What was that? <laughs> okay. Why Why would you not want to smoke weed rather than take a pill? That's basically the short and skinny of what I was getting at. Or, or eat weed. weed or or I'd, rather take a metal, I'd rather take a marijuana pill than I would smoke it, like I said. I, did okay. not, I don't like the effects of smoking it. Okay, but the the and that can be done. I mean, you can. Buzzy's an edible guy. Like, He's not a smoker. Or something, you know. Oh you yeah, I love the edibles. Yeah, what was his name? It may not have been Buzzy, Yoda? but allegedly there's somebody who may have had an edible and then had a beer in their hand with watch in the same hand and turned it to the side to check the watch <laughs> and the beer put it on their lap. That might have been so, a bang. What was that guy's, <laughs> John, what was that guy's name from California? Yoda or? That guy, that guy, Buddha, 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 the Buddha treats. I didn't know you was always supposed to eat water or whatever, but I had a handful. Oh, shit. And Sean told me, no, you're supposed to take a handful and eat them all. I ate them all, dude. (laughs) (laughs) The Buddha treats. I like like the edibles. Lexi was walking around at the Christmas party. It was raining Buddha treats with Lexi. (laughs) And she's going, piece of candy? Piece of candy? Piece of candy? (laughs) It was a good time. All right. Right, we're gonna get off the pot talk. We got a bunch of other stuff to talk about, Buzzy, and and. Uh, oh, okay. One more thing is, uh, Brad Boy gonna be on tonight? No, I don't know why they thought that. No, Brad's not on tonight. I got no guests tonight. Tonight is an open night. We're doing phone calls and information. So I, I don't uh, know why yeah, they thought Brad was on. Okay, because I wanted to call up, but all right, whatever. <laughs> we'll have him on again soon. Don't worry. I got to get Lexi and him together. I'm gonna lock the two of them wow, in a steel really? cage and leave it alone. These goddamn politicians are goddamn taking your rights away. Okay, is that like a Brad? Yeah, that boy needs to wake up to reality. <laughs> is all I got to say. But hey, you know what? What's that, Buzzy? All right, peace out, brother. Thanks for the call. Bye. <laughs> gotta love Buzzer Bob. He's a good guy. He's, he's, he's an old man and he's stuck in his ways, but we still love him anyway. So just keep on trucking, Buzzy. Keep your eye on the road. And, uh, what's in Oklahoma? Watch out for the tarantulas in Oklahoma. They're big ass tarantulas. tarantulas. Yeah. yeah, there's tarantulas. They got black widows. You got the recluse. Uh, my family's from Oklahoma, so I understand where he's trucking through on there. And then you got also got the fracking, you got the tornadoes, you got a lot of shit to wow. Yeah, Oklahoma's an effed up state, man. I, I went to basic training in Oklahoma. That's where I did my basic training. And, and our first week, uh, in, because you, when you go, you go into reception where you get your uniforms and your gear and all this other stuff. And then you go into actual basic training after that. And, uh, we got in there when our first week or second week and we go to do our bivouac, which is where you stay out in the woods the first time. Mm-hmm. And they bring us to this field and, uh, they bring our company to this field and we're sitting in this field and they're like, all right, we're going to, we're camping here today. Set up your tents, you know, do the whole thing that, that, that you do when you, when you set up a bivouac. So we start setting everything up and, um, we go through our, our normal routine of push-ups and this and that and all the bullshit of basic training, right? <clears throat> so uh it's time to go to sleep finally. Of, co- of course they don't let you sleep. You get a you get a CS gas bomb in the middle of your encampment, <laughs> which is always pleasant to have to gas 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 and you got to, you know, put your mask on and the, the the gas is rushing to you and your face is burning, your hair is burning, your arms are burning, every piece of skin exposed oh, is burning. occasion. Yeah, so we get through that and uh I guess that was about 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning that did that. Uh and and, and as the night moves on you hear like screams every once in a while. You hear a scream. I didn't know what it was. I mean, I knew there was a lot of spiders where we were staying, but uh, I, I don't know what it is. And you hear all these screams going on. And you're like, "What the? What? 
what's wrong? Why, why are, why is everybody screaming constantly? What's going on out there? Why is this happening? So in the morning we wake up and we start breaking down our tents and we start getting all our gear together and, and, you know, organizing everything and we're looking around and every, you know, uh, I don't know, two or three feet, we see this hole in the ground. Just this hole. That's all, the whole field's covered with them. Every two or three feet, there's a hole in the ground. You know what the hole was? A freaking tarantula home. They Ooh, put us yeah. in the middle of a tarantula paddock. Ooh. Yeah, and that was, the screaming I was hearing was people getting tarantulas crawling over them overnight. <laughs> when I when I used to drive out in the country in Oklahoma when I lived there, standardly there would be roadkill that not only that you would come across, but that you would be actively part of to run over. And most of them were tarantulas and snakes. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, out there, there, there were other, you know, Animals that were not as smart. There were some type, every once in a while, a coyote, a rabbit, things like that. But tarantulas and snakes, because you could see the big tarantulas were the size of your fist yeah. spread out. They were just crawling across the road. and um, They're big as we, shit down there, man. Yeah, they are. And when when you're surprised by them, which more than likely you can be, uh, when we were, where I, I visited you guys, at least you guys were at the point where you, you had... Somewhat of, you know, actually, I didn't see a lot of stoplights down where you were at. Mostly stop signs. But still, the beach community was not the same as, as the, the country because the country was far separated from everything else. And um, you, the, the wildlife was just out there. I mean, there's nothing out there to, to disrupt it. It was just prevalent. Well, I mean, that's. We have a lot of the same, though, Spicole. You didn't get to see, I mean, this is Florida. So keep that in mind. We have a lot of gators here. Uh, we do have a lot of brown recluse. We do have cougars. Moccasins. Uh, well, we have cougars and bobcats that live right in the woods, right across from our apartment. I mean, I've seen them wandering through there regularly. So we, we still are a, uh, even though we're right on the beach, we do have a different kind of, uh, wildlife that we have to deal with, uh, different kind of wildlife that, uh, inhabits this area. I mean, if you go into Boca Grande, where I was talking about where the bushes and all of them have their houses, they actually have cookbooks for iguana out there because they're overrun. <laughs> and I, this is no joke. They actually have iguana cookbooks in true Boca story. Grande. Okay, true. do you know this the, as a fact? Uh, this is actually true. Uh, the green lizard, which is, the, it's not a chameleon, but it's a green lizard, which is the native Florida lizard. Here in Florida, we had the green Pointed nose type, you know, lizard you see running around all the time. Now they're black, or uh, no, I'm sorry, not black. They're brown. Right. The brown lizards were from Puerto Rico, and they were actually imported. And they are not a native species to here, but yet they've thrived because of the same climate that they're used to where they're at. And the green lizard is now almost null and void. It's it's gone. If you find a green lizard, buy, keep it, and sell it because it's rare. Uh, that was the native Florida lizard. And this is the progress of, of looking at when people want to... Th- <sighs> well, what chemicals have expected... You know, again, we have to go down to that that level. I mean, what has affected the wildlife that were around that's changed uh, their chemical makeup, that's changed their DNA, that's changed the way they live? Just as much as humanity has changed in the past 50, 60 years... I mean, go look at, at how people acted in the 40s and 50s, um, just their basic common sense, their basic 
as a man being a man, being a gentleman. Instead so that's of being, where acceptable in the delivery room as you're having a baby. Well, they also they all they all, they also weren't tainted. They also weren't tainted with massive amounts of chemicals at that point in time either. So, right, and that's why I I, I see different opinions on people's diets and stuff like that. I would. Again, ref, uh, refer people to eat a, a high protein diet and an easily acceptable protein to your body is red meat. I mean, red meat has always been a, an easily sustainable and easily accessible protein that is, is a, a highly essential protein that can sustain you easy, with, with a little bit of, of steak. You eat an eight ounce steak compared to, you know, an eight ounce chicken breast. The eight ounce steak is going to do a lot more for you. Well, let's go back. Right. To, let's go back to how our bodies originally formed and what we were. We were monkeys. Yeah. We grew into cavemen. You know, we didn't have fire. How do we eat our meat? We ate it raw. Raw. You know how much protein? You know how much uh, uh, nutrients we cook out of the meat by eating it cooked? It's it's and intended this- to be eaten raw. And this is why with fish, I don't like to eat a lot of cooked fish, but I do like uh, sushi. I like raw fish. I like raw salmon. I love uh, tuna. Uh, You can't eat tuna anymore, my friend. Sorry. Exactly. Uh, Salmon is where I've just recently gotten. uh, I like the taste of salmon, so I'm switching over to salmon more than tuna. Salmon's just, but Spicoli, not to burst your bubble, my friend. Most salmon is caught up in Alaska region. Guess what ocean that's connected to? The Pacific. But the, Alaska, the Alaskan salmon is still better than uh, the other, besides even the farm salmon. I'd rather have an Alaskan salmon rather than a farm salmon. Uh, but you're right forgetting now. about Fukushima, my friend, which I no, believe you have something for Fukushima, don't you, honey? I am not forgetting about She's Fukushima. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. You, you need, okay, well, hold on. Before she interjects, listening, listening to the Diacos this week and... The uh, I forgot what the other guy on that show, um, not the Diaco, but he's not. It's not Jeff Giganti, Giganti. But anyway, the the Alaskan salmon are not tainted yet, 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 yet. They don't they don't stay in that specific region. They travel back and forth across the Pacific an average of two hundred times per year. It's not Correct. like they're just swirling around, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in God. that general area. But you you're, know. You're, your chance of eating an Alaskan salmon rather than just a Pacific salmon. Pacific salmon, yes, I I would agree that I'd probably. Well, your odds are better avoid. with an Alaskan salmon, Correct. But not by much. I mean, yeah, I but, I like fish too, and I I'm really where, torn right now. And exactly, where else would you get your fish? Well, um, that's the thing. I'm not gonna... You don't want farm raised. You don't want toxic radiated fish from the Pacific. Alaskan cot is still sort of worrisome. And then your golf cot, you know, I'm still caught up in the whole BP thing. So <laughs> it's kind of like, is all fish totally screwed now? You Rock know, I, I'm this. having a hard time. <laughs> That's yep. all. It is hard. I mean, you, you, we, we haven't eat a lot, eaten a lot I of haven't seafood. Bought. No. I really haven't bought a lot lately just because of... I. I'm totally skeeved out right now. That's all. I feel like grouper. Grouper is a really good thing you can eat. Just usually most of the places it comes from is not. Well, the, again, the only problem with grouper, and this is like, I don't really worry about the, well, I look at the, the Fukushima, I look at the BP oil spill, and 
local it's grouper happened. isn't too Yeah, if we catch bad. grouper right off the coast here yeah. in our area, then it's it's not quite as bad as as uh what we could get if we were getting it from the Louisiana area or something. And I mean, we've got great great grouper group group grouper. We got great group grouper fishing right here oh, in in, in the town I live in. I mean, we were just we went out to dinner tonight with some friends and family before the show. And um, it, it, we went to this restaurant. It's called, um, uh, the, well, it used to be called The Marker. Now it's called Tiki Bar or something. And it's right on the water, but there's a, a bunch of charting fishing boats that go out of there. And the whole time we were there, they had been bringing the boats back. Oh, I want to talk about the weather, too. Remind me of that, honey, when we get done this. Um, they were coming back in from their fishing trips for the day. And they had coolers and coolers and coolers full of redfish and grouper yeah. and just all kinds of fish. And it's caught locally. Um, it, it looked good. But, again, you can't really always see the problem you're experiencing. But would you not agree where I was talking about sushi and, and cooking out of even vegetables. When I've started eating more vegetables, wow. uh, I, I can understand the different tastes. And the nutrient quality in between how you cook them and and what their raw qualities can we have can a friend we for you we have a friend we've talked about him before his name's William he lives locally here also he's and a totally raw foodist he eats nothing cooked everything he eats is is raw and I swear to God eat some salmon and some tuna raw and tell me it doesn't taste better than a cooked well he doesn't eat any meat though either he spent this guy here spent was it three or four months on a boat. In Key West, naked, and all he ate was fruits and vegetables. He's very eccentric. He's very inter- interesting <laughs> individual. No, literally, this is really what he did. He he True spent story. three months on a boat, on a sailboat, off the Keys with some I, Japanese I, girl. Yeah, that didn't speak naked. English. <laughs> naked. <laughs> That's all they did. Is and he they, does no drugs. Yeah, nothing. This man. <laughs> very interesting individual. We're gonna have. We got to get him on one night, honey. That's yeah, your job. No, I want you to I get him over here one night that for that. He would be the most like interesting man to have on radio ever, just because he's so and he's so straight up about it. He's like, yeah, you know, yeah. that's what I wanted to do. So I and that it. girl was nice. I mean, we didn't talk much <laughs> because I don't speak Japanese. She doesn't speak English, but we were naked. We had a, a whole boatload of oranges and. All this crap that he was talking about. Yeah, he had a as, filter system and whatever. And, and as a wife. Like, wow. And as a wife to a husband, you should just make sure that you can always understand aspects such as like this. Butt scratcher! Butt scratcher! Butt scratcher! Butt scratcher! Hey, so Spicola, tell me this. Um, you grew up in Oklahoma or you were you know, born in Oklahoma. You lived there for a while. Yes. What... What do you know of Waco? Um, and if nothing, say nothing. That's okay. You don't. You know, you're not the crazy guy I am. So I get Waco that. in itself. I know nothing of, but I know the the byproduct of what happened with Timothy McVeigh and the local community after such. Because Waco was not local to it. That was a Texas thing, right? And I well, know so it was Oklahoma City bombing. That was correct. an Oklahoma thing. I actually left the day of the Oklahoma City bombing. If I would have been there three hours earlier, I would have witnessed it from a plane up above uh, Oklahoma. And it was weird. I was I was fairly close to that. Um, 
So, so you don't know much about Waco, then, is what you're saying? Not, not in Waco, no. All right, let's let's go over a few things about Waco, then, to begin with. Um, we know that the family they they had sixty, seventy people lived in this compound. Um, they were going through a lot of problems, and the government went in to uh, basically on a on a fake warrant for weapon charges on the leader of of way of the Waco camp. Right. And obviously I don't believe Oklahoma city was done by Timothy McVeigh myself. Uh, and we've discussed that on this show multiple times in the past, but Bill Hicks recently, um, well not recently cause he's dead, but <laughs> recently some new audio has come up from, come out from Bill Hicks. Now I've seen these videos he's going to speak of in this, um, but they claimed that the family in Waco set the building on fire on purpose. And, of course, conspiracy theory world that I live in and that a lot of us live in ourselves uh, don't believe that. And we believe that the government intentionally burnt that building down, children in, inside. Um, when I was doing, did you listen to any, any of the um, documentaries I ran when I.O. was on break? Um, not per se. I, I'm not always good on listening to break time radio, so I, I couldn't reference exactly what you're talking about. Okay. I That's... may have heard, if you could reference something, and maybe I've heard it, but. Well, I played a bunch of different documentaries that relate to this, and, uh, they talked about the murder of the mother holding the baby. Um, a sniper shot her in the head as she held her three or four month old baby. Um, they also shot a 14 or 15 year old boy in the back. Uh, yeah, he was armed, but he was a 14 or 15 year old boy running away from them and they shot him in the back. Uh, so there's a lot of really evil things that went on at Waco. Uh, if you're interested in learning some more, there's a, a video out there called Waco, the rules of engagement, which covers a lot of this stuff. Uh, maybe check that out. But just recently, um, it says here in this previously unseen footage from the Hicks family archive, Filmed at Comedy Corner in Florida on October, in October 1993, Bill Hicks rifes on people who snap and think they are Jesus. 20 years on, on, I can't believe it's been 20 years since he died. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that makes me feel really stinking old, I'll say that much. It's 96, right? Uh, yeah. 94. Uh, 94, I believe 94. he died. 94 or 95, he died. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, well, 20 years. It's got to be 94. I was, eight, I was eight years old then. <laughs> I just graduated high school, so I was too busy doing stupid shit to, to really pay attention at that point in time in life. But, uh, I, I want to play this. It's about three and a half minutes long. Uh, and what he says is, is the absolute truth. And this is the same videos I've seen. So, uh, I'm going to get this sucker running here, hopefully here. Oh, these internet issues, honey. It's killing me. Killing me, these internet issues. I'm really sorry about that. I, I to the moon, no... Alice. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> oh. Fix my internet. Well, fortunately enough. Pow, right in the kitchen. <laughs> fortunately enough, I I uh, recorded on da Audacity earlier, so Woo! here we go. There you go. I hope this is it. It's funny when I was in Australia during the uh, during the Waco siege, and I'm, I'm from Texas, and uh, all the Australians were going, <laughs> they're going, oh, Bill, that guy, such a weird guy, right? And first of all, I'm thinking, you know, first of all, everyone hated that guy because he called himself Jesus, you know. And my first thought was, come on, 
The guy's real name is Vernon. <laughs> Let him be Jesus for a couple of months. You know what I mean? What's it to you? Who's going to follow a Messiah named Vernon anyway? you got to call yourself Jesus. That's part of the Messiah deal. And Vernon speaketh. And he said, you know, what? They're going to stop and go for beef jerky? What? Where's a guy like Vernon going to take us? Go get a six pack. Woo! Can't be burning the Messiah. Isn't that weird though? People always snap and call and think that they're Jesus in our country. Isn't that weird? No one ever snaps and thinks they're Buddha. I'm Buddha. Isn't that weird? When more people in America resemble Buddha than Jesus, too. <laughs> I'm Buddha. You're Bubba. I'm Buddha now. All I've got to do is change two letters on my belt. Bubba Buddha. Come here and read my new scripture. Burning the pulp frog. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have some very shocking news for you. There it is. I have seen footage that you probably have never seen, some of you never have, that's never aired on network television, of footage of the Bradley tank shooting fire into the compound. The branch divinians did not start the fire. They were murdered in cold blood by the pussies, the liars, the scumbags, the ATF. And the meaning of it all, the reason you didn't see it, and the reason they said, oh, the, the branch of the video started the fire. No, they didn't. Because they know now that David Koresh was trying to finish that fucking whatever Seven Seals horseshit he was doing. They know that. They burn these fucking people alive because the, the message they want to convey to you is state power will always win. We'll paint you as a child molester and we'll paint you as a methamphetamine manufacturer. We'll say any lie we want over our propaganda machine, the mainstream media, and we'll burn you and your children in your fucking home. So you just be apathetic, America. You stay docile and don't you ever forget, you're free to do what we tell you. That is so true. You're only free to do what the government tells you you're free to do. And, uh, I had never heard that that audio of him saying that, and it, it was it really grabbed my attention because I've seen those FLIR video footage. I've seen the the, the footage of uh, troops behind armored personnel carriers firing randomly at front doors of people trying to come out. And uh, we're moving into a time again where I I get I get worried about these things. Uh, you know, recently. And fortunately enough, today at least, they were reporting that this is not going to happen. It's, it's, we'll wait and see if it happens or not. But the FCC uh, wanted to put regulators into all the newsrooms. The FCC would have direct communication with the people that bring you the news. And why did they want to do this? Do you know so why they wanted to do it, honey? No idea why. Spicoli, do you know why they wanted to do it? Are we talking mainstream? Or are we talking what? Are we talking your Fox News media? Or are we talking you know Daily Mail UK? What what which which news sources are we talking about? Does it really matter? Actually, yeah, it does. All of your mainstream. Well, wait, hold on. I gotta wait, Spicoli. You gotta explain to me why it matters. Because if it's your if you're if it's your mainstream media, I really don't give a fuck. 
Oh, well, I, I can understand where you're coming from. All right. I, I get where you're coming from on that comment. All right. I, I do get, get your point of view on that. The problem is, is it doesn't matter whether it's mainstream or whether it's backdoor, small town, uh, whether it's print, whether it's internet. That doesn't matter. What matters is that a federal, regu- a federally regulated entity the initial plan was to put a FCC investigator into every single newsroom in the nation. There you go. So that that makes a difference. Just the same as where I wasn't on board with the Kansas, you know, city bill where everybody could beat your child, but to leave a bruise, a leave a bruise is a big, you know, it's a broad spectrum and a parent to be able to beat their child to a point to where you leave a bruise. That's that's we're talking again. Right, don't starburst here. Let, let's stay on. Let's stay on topics. I'll talk to you about that one in a second. Yeah. So I'll definitely converse, converse oh, yeah. that one with you. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, the FCC wanted to put an investigator or an advisor or whatever they wanted to call it into every newsroom, and the reason being was because they felt that news was was being biased was was only covering. What oh, that organization wanted out. Now, uh, I think we have this thing called the First Amendment in this country, if I'm not mistaken. What's uh, that? What is that, Sean? I, what I, is the First Amendment? I tend to wonder if it's even here anymore. I mean, I really do tend to wonder if it's here anymore. Uh, you know, the First Amendment means that uh, you can't have a government tell you what your religion can be. Your government can't tell you what you can say. Really? So I... I should be able to say whatever I need to say. That's what the First Amendment should cover. No, you you should be able to say whatever you want to say, not what you exactly. need to say. What you want to say, exactly. Not need to, because the, the need and the want are two separate. But whatever I feel is necessary that comes out of my mouth, as long as I'm not threatening anybody else, that should be acceptable. Well, you know, honestly, even if you're you're threatening somebody, I mean, as long as you don't act on those threats, I really don't give a shit. I, that's just me personally. I, I, I think somebody. that I think the threat's a little different than a threat in the opposition. If is you're not the, causing someone or someone's physical property physical harm, exactly. You know, it really needs. I to can be tell you, I'm going to kick your ass. All I want to tell you that, Spicoli. I'm going to kick your ass, Spicoli. You I'm threatening you, Democrat. I'm going to kick your ass for being a fucking Democrat. I'm threatening yeah, you. Yeah. I'm going to kick your ass. Okay. Now, do you feel scared? I'm so scared. Okay, good. You should feel scared. Right now. <laughs> but you get the oh point. God. All right. So ridiculous. I have a problem with this this hate speech doctrine and everything else. But that's that's a whole other thing. Let's not starburst. Um, they want to put. They, well, they they wanted to. Now, apparently today, um, as I was doing my research and watching some news and stuff like that, they came out and said they weren't going to go through with this idea and. That it was a bad idea and, uh, you know, there wasn't enough support for it, which thank God there wasn't enough support for it. Uh, anybody that would support something like that is a f- total, uh, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Judge Knapp, uh, Andrew Napolitano, uh, had a little thing to say about that. So let's, uh, go over but that. A free press is also essential for our democracy. Our freedom as a nation rests on our freedom of the press. We also live in a democracy uh, where a free press, free expression, uh, and uh, the open flow of information helps hold me accountable. 
President Obama said he's all about freedom of the press. So why is the administration rolling out a controversial new program to probe media outlets and grill them on how they report the news? Joining us right now is a man that's heads exploding because of this. <laughs> yes. Fox News Senior Judicial Analyst Judge Andrew Napolitano. What will they think of next? I mean, is this unbelievable? It, it, it is unbelievable. And, well, and first, let's explain where it came from. This, this came from the White House. This and I just want to say, doesn't Judge Knapp look kind of sick, honey? Uh, no, he's lost weight and he dyed his hair. That's all. Is is he a little nappy? Would you say? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. He he kind of just looks different. And Sean's freaking out. He looks paler because he dyed his hair. Almost like he might have got attacked also, with like a chemical cancer, like he's a hair. Sean, he's fine. Just leave him alone. All right. Just let anyway, him back down. to the video. Actually came from the White House, an instruction to the Federal Communications Commission, which does regulate Fox. It doesn't regulate Fox News Channel or Fox Business Network, right. but it regulates many entities owned by our parent corporation that also owns us because of the licenses we need from the FCC in order to transmit our, our programming. And so the FCC has said, we're thinking of sending agents into newsrooms mm -hmm. to see how you determine what news stories to carry. Now, if that doesn't chill the freedom of the press, if that doesn't make you wonder and worry, my God, are the feds going to approve this decision that I'm making? Is a, then that is a direct violation of the First Amendment. Clearly. And, and then you, you look at what has happened, what was revealed in the last year, where the Department of Justice targeted the uh, Associated Press, targeted our own James Rosen yes. because they were involved in some somebody who was uh, leaking information to them. Next thing you know, you put those two, two things together. It's chilling. It's absolutely chilling. Chilling is a term of art to uh, people that study the Constitution. And it basically means you are afraid to express yourself fully because the federal agents are looking over your shoulder. Absolutely. And guess what? They're the listening first... in on your phone calls. Correct. So. Well, we already know they're listening in our phone calls. They just beat to me because they're listening to exactly what I'm saying here without even watching us on television. They're, looking at, they're paging you? Just about. Uh, they, they are reading our emails. They're, they're reading our texts. They're looking at our, our bank statements. They're reading our utility bills. They know everything they about They put us. out my garbage last night. Well, that would be nice if they did that. Now they want to know ahead of time what news we're going to cover. Those that was so funny because that was so nap getting pissed off of that little retard. Those pieces you just ran of the president praising the First Amendment right. were accurate and true. What he forgot to say, however, is that this freedom is not just necessary and vital. It's absolutely guaranteed in the First Amendment, beyond dispute. There is no case that stands for the contrary of that proposition. Can it survive based on the pressure that it's going to receive? I don't think so. That's a great question. This, this is a radical new era of tyranny for the White House. I can't imagine it getting... To first base. Right. Now, what do you recommend Roger Ailes do? If the FCC shows up here, Mr. Ailes, throw them out, unless they have a search warrant from a judge, which they'll never get. Well, I can't imagine any editor or any uh, boss at any news outlet allowing them in, because right now it is voluntary, isn't it? Well, all these things start are always out voluntary. voluntary. This is like Joe Biden putting his arm on the shoulder of the president it's of BP saying, we need 20 billion bucks. You'll volunteer that, won't you? While right. the arm is still there. Mm -hmm. Nothing's voluntary with the government. It's like the it's mafia. Scary. All right. Scary. It's all like the mafia, my friends. It's all like the mafia. Yeah, it's all voluntary until we tell you you have to do it. Kind of like health care. You can have health care if you'd like. Oh, wait, no. Now you have to have health care. It's no longer voluntary. You will get health care. Yay for you. <laughs>
Yeah, so uh, I just, I'm happy to, you know, obviously this was one of my lead stories tonight. The stinking bug is running across my monitor screen. It's driving me nuts. This was one of my lead stories tonight, and uh, I put it on the back, you know, towards the back burner because, you know, they, they went through and did the right thing and said, oh, no, you're paying too much attention to us now. We're not going to do this. Oh, no, 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 we can't do that now. But they'll keep spying on us through the NSA. And uh, eventually they'll get control of the news organization. I mean, we they all know. do. Yeah. I mean, come on. Let's be realistic but here. The problem is, is that they have a lot of people within these organizations. Um, let's let's look at RT, for example. Russia right. Today. Not everything, but most of your mainstream, what the majority of people watch, is pretty well regulated and controlled. Right. Why do we have the friggin' FCC to begin with? How did that even happen in uh, the first place? Why is it even frigging necessary? That's that my question. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it originally started um, as the radio began as a regulation body oh, to to regulate. Well, let, let's look at this here. Let's not let's not knock it completely. I'm knocking it completely. Well, originally when we first developed radio. And we had people transmitting freely in the air, which yeah. I'm not totally against. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm not against that. But the Isn't problem. That what we're doing? Th- there was a problem. Well, it's like when you first get cars. You got. There were seven words that you couldn't say on air, and that's why the FCC was there. Well, they, they came later. I know later all of those the, seven words. They came later, those seven words. <laughs> Thank you, Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to repeat them because I'm trying to be- <laughs> You're not doing a very good job at it, but that's okay. So <laughs> <laughs> but the, 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 think of it this way, okay? You have a new technology, and you always want to You have to figure out how we're going to operate this technology. So you've got now the ability to broadcast via waves in the air that people can just pick up. And they had to figure out a way to license people again i i know this a lot of what i'm gonna money. say i what yeah money. i know it all relates i know i know i know it all relates to money it was freedom being stripped down and it was money being brought in that's all it is it's a big shakedown and it's completely unnecessary i'm really sorry if somebody doesn't want to hear language or somebody doesn't want to hear certain materials change the they channel. can change the channel they can just- turn it off they can opt to not have their children listen to that pornographic material. So you I would mean, label it a chauvinistic shake fest. That's what it is. A chauvinistic shake fest? I, I just, I think it's ridiculous. That's all. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm glad to see that it got shot down. I'm glad to see they're not going to be able to uh, go forward with it, apparently. Or at least that's what they're saying now. Because it's completely heinous well, and completely unrealistic. I mean, have we nothing left in this country? I mean, <laughs> the little shreds of of freedom of communication that's left needs to be left alone oh my god mm, come on really not there anyway i mean do you not do you not remember even um me being audio a while ago there was actually a, an instance to where they had to change around the wireless networks for the wireless audio because the channels that they were using were basically governed by federal government to where you couldn't use these channels anymore so they had to change everything else around because those 
those frequencies were no longer able for you to use for public access. And well, they are just... Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, yeah. I was just going to say, you know, that's, sure. that's what they do. Um, I, I, I was a big scanner guy when I was younger. You know, I had a police scanner. Uh, now you cannot buy a scanner that's eight, nine hundred megahertz. I have one, fortunately enough, and hopefully they don't knock on my door. Give me your <laughs> scanner! Where's your scanner? <laughs> no. Shut that dog up. <laughs> kind of scared the hell out of me, just. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, you know, I, I have a, a, a scanner that I bought before the regulations came. Now the reason why they did that is cell phones and, yeah, you know, uh, uh, portable house phones and all that stuff. But a lot of the law enforcement has now moved into those bands that they've outlawed you to be able to monitor. Yeah, but, you know, talking about the monitoring and state-by-state regulations, there are even states that will kind of regulate their own laws, such as which is the beauty of America, where a state government can kind of supersede the, the federal government in, in its own way, shape, or form. There are even uh, firearm laws that people are trying to... Uh, negate through their own states that they they want to delegate their own laws well yeah absolutely i mean we see uh missouri missouri's uh trying to do some legislation right now to nullify federal gun laws uh, and you know there's there's 10 12 10 laws 12 laws you know basically the 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 first 52 words of the Constitution, the first 10 commandments of the, or 10, 10 amendments of the Constitution that give the federal government its power and anything above and beyond that is left to the states. Uh, this is not a conversation we haven't had before on this show. It's not like it's a new theory we're putting out there. That was the whole idea of the whole plan. You know, we're going to give these 10 rules or regulations that the federal government must follow, and then or the states can figure it out from here. The states make up the laws that work best for their state. But you have to follow these 10 laws. You can't restrict somebody's freedom of speech. You can't take somebody's guns away. You can't go search somebody's house. You can't put soldiers in that person's house. You know, that, that's the whole point. And the last two amendments of those ten amendments really pointed out that, you know, whatever's not covered here is, uh, you know, up to the states to figure out what they're going to do. That's Good. the point of it. That is the whole point of the Constitution. Is Four to ten commandments. <laughs> yeah, the, the ten commandments. You know, it's funny. Uh, when I was on Shannon Burke's show this past week, uh, they had, uh, Fisher was on with us, which was, it was a really good segment. If you haven't heard it and you're part of Radio IO, go check it out. It was, uh, I, I've heard from multiple different people that it was probably one of the best, uh, conspiracy corners they've heard on the station, which is, makes me feel good. Uh, but we got into this whole thing. We started talking about the Georgia Guidestones and Shannon, <laughs> Shannon wanted to rant and rave about Oh, we're gonna listen to some rules put into some rocks. As he's got John three three eighteen tattooed on his arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what's where did the main rules for that come from? Oh, some yeah, rules on a rock. <laughs> Go figure that one out. Thanks for it, Toad. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So Missouri, you know, you you had brought this up, Spicoli. What what's your thought on on the uh, Missouri or other states? Maybe you've seen other than that one. You know, I can't actually quote the the state that does 
enact their own policies, but the federal, you know, assault weapons ban and, you know, they're not able to get, such as here in Florida, if we wanted to purchase an automatic weapon, we'd have to purchase a tax stamp and purchase a weapon that was manufactured prior to 1986, correct? Correct. Okay, well, they're... Uh, You're talking about a, for a fully auto. You have to have exactly. you have to have a Class 3 license to get a fully auto in the state. Right, it was a tax stamp. Yeah. It's a tax stamp. Um, but there are other states that enact their own rights to where you Oh, so you have to, to pay the government a tax. Correct. In order to have a fully automatic weapon. That's pretty much the only thing. That they, and also, and also they want you to have an old one. Like, you know, like we're, you know, cavemen down here in the, in the ability to, exactly, in, in the ability to own an automatic weapon to where, where you want to say, well, what do we need an auto automatic weapon for? Well, why don't we need it? And why can it not stimulate our economy to allow us to purchase uh, even a burst fire weapon or a fully automatic weapon. The second if amendment, I... the second amendment, Spicoli, was developed to protect us from our government. So when it comes to the second amendment, we should be allowed to have anything our government has. Exactly. If our government doesn't want us to have it, then they shouldn't have it. And the story. You know, what, you know what bump fire is? Have you ever heard of a bump fire? Yeah, you that's take... where, that's where you go in and you, uh, file down the, uh, no, is that the, no, I'm, I'm no, thinking you, you, you loop your finger into a belt loop. I mean, literally, it's easy as that. Oh, and you yeah. basically, you bump fire it from your waist, but you can take, you know, an assault rifle and empty the clip in, you know, 0.5 seconds. And this is a, just a semi-automatic weapon that you can do that just with you looping your fucking finger, uh, I'm sorry, looping your finger in your belt loop. Yeah, because it, it uses the tension of your finger. You just kind of pull it forward, and it just keeps going by the the repetition of of the movement, just like an automatic weapon would. Exactly, exactly. So you're only limiting us, you know, in a, in a certain aspect. It's because people are already doing this. This is a redneck phenomenon. If you look at, you know, you Imagine see that. a bunch of videos comes out of Florida. Yeah, that's that's like a redneck phenomenon. You can find plenty of videos of people who don't look like they're well to do. They look like they're, you know, just got off their Heavy machinery operating job. Don't get me wrong. I love the hard work and, you know. They only got two teeth. We'll call it. Yeah, exactly. But. And Mr. Miami, we're not talking to you, my friend. <laughs> but <laughs> Moses is listening for the first time and he's like, ah, oh, they're talking about me, a heavy operator. Yeah. <laughs> but how can you hold these people against, you know, regulations that are just ridiculous to where I should just be able to, again, so, have a selective fire or burst fire, fire weapon? Why can't I have a Glock 18? Give me a Glock 18. I, I would like a 33 round. Fully automatic hand pistol. That should be my right as an American, well, just to be able to have. Uh, well, again, it goes to the fact of the, the the intention of the Second Amendment was to allow the citizens to protect themselves from their government. I mean that that is the intention of the Second Amendment. It's not to protect yourself from the guy robbing you. It's not to you know to protect your house from uh, looters. It's to protect yourself from the government. And actually, it was more in, in the lines to protect ourselves from a, tyrann, a tyrannical government that was overseas that was trying to rule us over here. So that's the difference that now where people see the tyranny is actually on our home soil. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, the tyrannical government is no longer 3,000 miles away. It's only right. uh, 1,000 miles away from us. Exactly. And that's the biggest difference to where we see our today's fight compared to the, the previous fight. Because I think a lot of people could get down, oh, well, you know, the king and all that, you know, screw that guy. That guy was kind of, it, 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 it was a tyranny that we needed to fight away from. But now there's a, a, 
a tyranny that's just so much closer to us to where that's why I feel it's important for people to be empowered and also armed just for whatever reasons that they need to. I think that the the general census would say that the amount of guns throughout this country would not only prevent a national endeavor from a foreign country because they're afraid it's not like any other country where we could invade and nobody has guns except the guerrilla people. Well, here we've got guns as regular citizens. So you want to come on our turf. I think a lot of people would be willing to shoot out their windows, shoot out their door or do whatever to defend from foreign nationals. I think that's just the American spirit. Would you not agree? uh, Yeah, I think Americans would definitely defend against foreign nationals. My problem is not whether they defend against foreign nationals or not. My problem is whether they defend against the people that really can come and take our freedoms away, which is the federal government. The foreign national, there's no foreign country that's going to come take our freedoms away. It's going to be our own government that takes them away. Uh, Let's go, wait, hold on. Let's go over the SB 613 uh, bill as it's written says here, all federal acts, laws, executive orders, administrative orders, court orders, rules, and regulations, whether past, present, or future, which infringe on the the people's right to keep and bear arms, as guaranteed by the Second Amendment of the United States, I and Section, or 1 and Section 23 of Missouri Constitution shall be invalid in this state, shall not be recognized by this state, shall be specifically rejected by this state, and shall be considered null and void and of no effect in this state. Federal acts which would be considered null and void and of no effect include but are not limited to any tax, levy, fee, or stamp imposed on firearms, firearm accessories, or ammunition not common to all other goods and services which might reasonably be expected to create a chilling effect on the purchase or ownership of those items by law-abiding citizens. Any register, register, registering or tracking of firearms, firearm accessories, or ammunition, which might reasonably be expected to create a chilling effect on the purchase or ownership of those items by law-abiding citizens. Any registration, registration, why can't I say that word the first time? Registration. Sorry. Registering. uh, Or tracking. Or, wait, where was I? See, any registering or tracking of the owners or firearms, firearm accessories or ammunition, which might reasonably be expected to create a chilling effect on the purchase or ownership of those items by law-abiding citizens. Uh, D. Any act forbidding the possession, ownership, or use of or transfer of a firearm, firearm accessory, or ammunition by law-abiding citizens. And, E, any act ordering the confiscation of firearms, firearm accessories, or ammunition from law-abiding citizens. So that's okay. that's what they're trying to stop. Go ahead, Spicoli. So, I... I I respect what they're trying to do to try to enact that as law saying, well, listen, we're not going to accept what you're doing as a federal government. But when you realize here in Florida, um, a lot of those things that you're reading on, as you realize, we have no registration here in Florida. When you buy a gun, you have a purchase of sale, a transaction of sale. And that's what happens. And what happens after that is... That's not 100% true. That's not 100% true. The state does not register you or track you. But you are still registered and tracked by the federal government. 
technically, though, once you sell your gun, you really don't have to have a, a registry of sales, so it's just as easy if you to say person here to person. Florida. If you person to person. E- easily enough in Florida to say that I sold that gun, you know, a long time ago. And it's all on you to make sure that whoever you sold it to, or uh, technically who you say you sold it to, was able to accept that gun. But it also is on their... Oh, the good old-fashioned gun show loophole that Brad Friedman would so happily talk about. I'm telling you, it, it, <laughs> it's it's different in how it is here in Florida, and I'm not saying that it's it's great, but it's also, first of all, it's the way that they set up the system here. That's the way that they've set it up. Now, but but I would first but of how all they... not want them to have to have to. Really, I would not mind registering my guns, but if you give me the full access to again. I, I've known people who, you know what a Glock 18 is, right? I'm yes. sure you're familiar with that. Yes, I know a guy who works at SeaWorld who owns two Glock 18s. And he's an older gentleman, and I just don't understand why it's not, why I'm not able for myself to at least have an option to purchase this without being, you know, $8,000. I saw a Mac 10 a while ago. It was like eight grand for at, you know, a pre-band Mac 10 at a gun show. I'm like, eh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not even gonna consider that. Why do I, first of all, need an automatic weapon? I don't really need one, but why should I have to pay eight grand for it? Why, when the, when the military gets their, you know, bulk price for, for whatever? Not that I need it for Well, say, they're buying 10,000 compared to year one. Okay. So, okay. Know. But why am I limited to having to pay just the, the high price for the one? And which is. So you can't buy it, Spicoli. That's why. Exactly. So you can't buy it. Exactly. I mean, let's be honest here. Let's get to that, that to the cut, to the crusp of the art. Crusp? Is that the right word I'm looking for? Cusp. The cusp of the yeah, argument. The cusp. That yeah. is the, the short and skinny of it. Basically. You all know I don't know English, so don't get mad at me. <laughs> and if, in all honesty, I would rather have a selective fire or a burst fire uh, AR rather than you know a, a handgun or a Glock 18 or anything like that. But well, why do I you think have... why do you think the military went to the three round burst? Do you know the because... story of why the M16 went from a fully auto to a three round burst? Well, it's just more accurate, first of all. But, well, it was I mean... it was cost control. You had troops standing out there going and not hitting about... shit. Where You're talking 18, 20 year olds who have no regard for anything and just wasting ammo. Right. That's that's why they went to the three round burst. First of all, it's easier to target. Your first round's going to be on target. Your other two rounds are going to be within uh, a few inches of where your first round goes when you do a three round burst. Comparative, if you do a fully auto, uh, you're going to have your first round is going to be on, and the and other fifty next- are going to be completely, you know, out of the place. Until you get a chance to recite it, which is still not going to be exact as your first one. Which takes stopping firing. You know, the only way to recite it is to stop shooting. Even if it's only for a minute or, or two seconds or an eighth of a second, you still have to stop shooting. So why not make them do that? And I agree with you, Spicoli. I would rather a three-round burst. I would rather a semi-auto. There's more control. There's more um, ability to... Get your your round downrange to wh- exactly where you want it, instead right. of just filling up an open space. And with the again with the handgun, uh, the MPs, I'd love to have an MP in the Glock 18. I've I've seen good things about it, but with a 33 round clip, if I have it full auto, you're gonna waste that clip in you know point you know point nine seconds. That whole clip's gonna be gone. 
It's gonna and be. It's gonna be a complete So, as research. civilians, I see that you do a lot of of thinking about all of this and what could potentially happen with different types of firearms. But I think a lot of people are really trigger happy, and I think we should touch on that when we get back. Not saying that I'm against firearms, but you know. I think that's a good good take to, to present, or a good uh, a good stance to present. That is a great stance to present. You guys are listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. We're going to be back. We're going to have some more conversation. We're going to the third hour, so we'll try to lighten it up. We'll talk to you in a few. Talk to you guys soon. Hi, you're listening to Raz Radio Live, the home of catching chemtrails, chasing drones with Raz. We can review with Kevin Harris and out of focus with Shifty wanting to be pegged by Katie. Damn, Wheeler, keep that pegging talk on the DL. Now let's bring that sexy music back. What's your Twitter handle, buddy? At Wheeler D7. For the big extraordinary scenes in Berlin tonight, as thousands of people gathered to hear Barack Obama deliver key foreign policy speech on his current European tour. The Democratic presidential hopeful laid out his vision for America's place in the new world order, saying he was speaking as a proud citizen of the world, of the world, of the world. It is a big idea. idea. It is a big idea. idea. A new world order. It is a big idea. It is a big idea. A new world order. Have you ever taken a moment to second guess the Masonic Order or the IRS? The Carlisle Group and the CFR. The Bohemian Grove, another so bizarre. The rulers of the world operating in the shadows. Throw the leader in the gallows Of the free man, it's land to the fascist Have a little taste every time you pay taxes The facts still remain, remain. slowly see the change Keeping you in line as they tighten up the race The boogeyman's to blame for a global mainframe And they'll kill 80% when we see the end game Such a shame, it won't stop, stop. eyes wide shut Listen close to my words because it's time to wake up It's time to live free or die, die. See through the lies, it's time to save this republic Stand up and rise Moment to second question Found yourself entangled in evil deceptions Uncover the truth to infernal dimension A group of elitists with demonic intentions It's time to pay attention to the world unveiled Hidden in plain sight with grim details Three simple letters, what do they spell? Fuck a new world order, we will prevail They call it new world order, a design to tame us The global elitists, like pawns, they play us Time to open your eyes, realize the disguise CNN and Fox News Steady spitting out their lies The media's corrupted Corrupted. The data what you know No repeaters for reporters Like you's 20 below Internet can't be trusted It's one like a tiger If you choose to think freely Then you must be Al-Qaeda From the moment you were born Every step's preconceived Uh Implanted in your mind A phony sense of destiny Giving up your freedom Perfect security Got the whole world typical R.F.I.D. Republican and Democratic presidents alike, from Harry Truman to George Bush, said, and it's a phrase that I often use myself, that we needed a new world order. Order, 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 order. People better understand that they mean exactly what they're saying. It's a new world order they're trying to create. 
they're trying to do so uh, without approval or consent of the government of this country, uh, but despite the popular will. Uh, this is a straightforward assault by the elitists in this country, in this country, in this country. Have you ever taken a moment to stand up and fight? Up and for fight. liberty and freedom, bringing darkness for light. Defend the Constitution and the Bill of the Rights. Bill of Make them right. feel the wrath of God when we stand and unite. Ignite a revolution with noble persistence. With noble feel the retribution of the global resistance. Divided will fall and get lost in the distance. United will prosper with continued existence. Resist the new world order and the NAU. Checkpoints now, what you gonna do? Don't slip, don't even trip. Straight flip the script. This shit's just so crazy. crazy. Obama's worse than Cheney. Uh. The puppets of the masters microchipping your babies. Selling you convenience, exploiting the lazy. When you stand up for truth or submit to their slavery. Have you ever taken a moment to second question? Found yourself entangled in evil deceptions. Uncovered the truth to infernal omission. A group of elitists with demonic intentions. It's time to pay attention to the world unveiled. Hidden in plain sight with grim details. What do they spell? Fuck the new world order, we will prevail. Have you ever taken a moment to second question? Found yourself entangled in evil deceptions. Uncover the truth to infernal dimension. A group of elitists with demonic intentions. It's time to pay attention to the world unveiled. Hidden in plain sight with grim details. Three simple letters, what do they spell? Fuck the new world order, we will prevail. The people of the planet are free. Declaration of Independence, a declaration of free people on the planet Earth. We do not want your American Union. We do not want your European Union. We will expose the global crime syndicate. We will expose the new world order. The truth of your world government has now been exposed. Has now been exposed. Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this? And felt like this. That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401. And avoid... 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com. Come on, fuckos, let's go for a ride. <laughs> Keep them up all night. In the research community, what's going on? We live in large and staff murder. They've been committing mass murder. On the general public for years. It's nothing new. Your rights are on the way out.
the president's in control, but the mob is the boss. And I don't mean the Sicilians or them cats from Napoli. I'm talking about the reptilians. And their population control agenda's getting further. All they really trying to do is commit mass murder. The killers working on your kids. The real gorillas lurking in the mist.
Oh, that must mean it's the third hour of the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I appreciate you guys joining us and listening in tonight. You know, it's been a Is good this a fun hour? This is Yay. a fun hour. Well, unfortunately, it's not going to work out that way tonight. Kind of. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, we don't. We, we try to, to make it the fun hour, but it can't be guaranteed to be the fun hour. Because, yeah, I don't know how to have fun anymore. No. Unfortunately, it's just something that happens. It has nothing to do with my age. I mean, I'm old. What the hell's wrong with you, woman? God damn it. You know, that's just crazy. Don't make me get my trigger finger going. It sounds like Grandpa Munster. Don't make it that sort of tone with me, sir. <laughs> All right, so anyway... Uh, Hour number three, the first 52, it's a little after 11 o'clock. We're going to probably still talk serious for a while, but we'll try to have some fun. Potentially. Don't forget, if you want to join the conversation, 941-421-0401, you can uh, give us your opinion. We probably don't care, but it'll work for us. Whatever works for you. Give us a call. <laughs> Just give us a call. <laughs> you know, why not? Again, that number is 941-421-0401. Especially, I would like to invite the fun people, you know, because here we are. <laughs> yeah. There's no fun people fun here. Fun bags. Hey, Come on. Sorry. You damn fun bags. What? I love some fun bags. Some good fun bags. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Give me the fun bags. All right, anyway. Um, that was weird. <laughs> Lexi brought something up during the break that she wanted to talk about. And it's actually something that was on the list, and I don't know why I didn't have it pulled up, but that's okay, because... I got your back. I Lexi's got, back. got my back. That's why I got a wife. Somebody to thank yeah, for me, because I can't do it on my own. She pegged you. That means she's got your back. She pegged right, you. You better step back there, my friend. <laughs> <All right. 'Cause, laughs> you want to keep saying that shit, because who's getting it next time he's here? <laughs> uh, well, you should see some pictures that are floating around. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> shut up. We're not going to talk about those pictures. So anyway, you know, <clears throat> this was another thing I debated with Shannon this past week about the rise of the police state here in America, and he just didn't want to see that there was a rise in the police state here in America, which is, you know, where is this thing coming from tonight? This, well, yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't you know. You watched way too much Family Guy as a recent. <laughs> I, I watched I did something. Too much Stewie. Too much Stewie. So anyway, um, <laughs> we talked. <laughs> we talked about the rise of the police state here in America. And how it's such a big problem. And he just doesn't see it being a big problem. Let's not forget, about six months ago, young boy walking down the street, carrying an airsoft gun. Now, we didn't have airsoft guns when I was a kid. What we had were these really nice strip-load cap guns. Yeah. 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 Black, made of metal. No orange tip. No fucking pussy orange tip. No. They were black. Hell they were made no. of metal. They felt like a real gun. They looked like a real gun. My dad almost got shot because I left one of them in his car once. <laughs> All right, that's how good these guns looked. But guess what? You didn't You didn't hear that many stories of kids getting shot. There weren't many stories of it. But remember, a few months ago, maybe six, seven months ago, a young boy was walking down the street carrying a... Uh, I, I guess it was a mock-up AR-15, or uh, yeah, an AR-15, or a mock-up AK-47, or whatever it was. Cops stopped, lit him up, and killed him right there on the street for carrying an airsoft gun. Well, well, even this past week, that. 
this past, hold on, this past week, young boy sitting in his house playing some video games. We to be specific. Yeah, a Wii game. Wii. Just sitting there playing some, some video games, having fun. Teenage boy. 17 years old. Probably has Apparent, a Macme, you know. Apparently his father might not have been the most upstanding person in the world because he had a, a VOP, violation of parole. And the, uh, the cops came to serve that VOP on him. Well, his son went to the door. Open the door with the remote in his hand. Well, that leads to getting killed nowadays. Now, the officer thought it might have been a gun. Oh, he was holding a gun. He was trying to kill the officer. Well, let's look at this here. First of all, where does it become illegal to hold a gun in your own house? Okay. It's not. It's not, exactly. Now, let's say you live in a rough area. Maybe, uh, Maybe your house has been robbed. Maybe you've had a, a home invasion. And maybe you just answer the door with a gun every single time. Because you're scared. Now, whether you have somebody in your house that could be a problem person or not really shouldn't matter. I, Spicoli, I don't know if you noticed, but I've got a nine inch blade hanging out my front door. Right. Well, okay. Benefit of the doubt, uh, for the, for the police, I understand that their job is not to shoot the first person that comes, especially a, a kid. They're, they're ready to be ready. Now, if somebody had a gun, which the kid didn't, so if I had a gun and I heard the police knocking, I would say, listen, I have a gun on this side of the door or whatever. I'm, I'm not gonna completely alert you to say, you know, whatever. It's like, listen, I'm ready to defend myself. You need to state who you are, blah, blah, blah. As a responsible citizen, I think you should at least be able to, in your house, carry your own gun and do what you need to do and alert whoever's on the other side, if they're presenting themselves as police, that you might be armed. I will say as, as a, as a citizen of society, I would relinquish myself to do that fact. Now, on the other hand, what happened here, he wasn't holding so a gun, Spicoli. Correctly, correct, correct. He, it was a quick draw. Non, you know, it, it, it was something that didn't need to happen because, again, if you were going to serve a warrant, first of all, and they had their gun, probably, you know, the, the officer had his hand on his gun. She. And she. She. Uh, him, her. Uh, it may not have been drawn, but as soon as they. I'm not standing up for the law enforcement whatsoever. That's not what I'm going for. But where I'm trying to. to enact as an, as, as an opinion and a viewpoint on the law enforcement plus on the opposite side. If it was a, a person who was going to be having a weapon, you might delegate that you had the weapon. But this kid didn't have a weapon, and he was a kid. When you open a door, you can see a kid, and I understand that the youth of America now, can you can't put something past on them, but there's actually no, there's no reason for that. And if you actually read past that story... They told the daughter to shut, or I'm sorry, not the daughter, the sister, to shut up and, and stand away from the kid that they just shot. Yeah, from her dead brother. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, and you know what, Spicoli? Everything you said there makes you know, 100% sense. Uh, as a 26-year-old or a 29-year-old or a 38-year-old adult, but a 16-year-old playing as we 
door gets knocked on, you go answer it. You're not thinking about uh, announcing hey, that I'm unarmed. This cop is going to shoot me because I'm holding a gaming right. remote. Like, right. Oh, it's the pizza delivery guy. Or Yay. it might be Well, you know, we can we can even go further back in history. In on fact, this. in that story, it it did mention that he said, "Who is it?" And that person did not respond. Well, that's that's never happened with law enforcement before. But we can go further back in history on this whole situation and go back to a police raid. Uh, I want to say it was two years ago, maybe three. And the cops had the wrong house. And they barge into this house, a no-knock mm. warrant. Yeah, I remember They that. charge it's, into the house. Military. The dude, no, not even that one. This is a whole different one. The dude's sitting there watching TV, and he's got his remote for the TV in his hand. And they shot and killed him for holding a TV remote as they barged illegally into his house because it was not the house that was on the warrant. And guess what? Nobody went to jail. Now, I'm going to tell you a story real fast. (sighs) Imagine this. You're sitting in your house. A cop barges into your house. Shoots and kills you. Shoots and kills your husband. We've we've seen this happen here in America multiple times. So this happens. Right? It's a sad, sad, sad turn of events. Maybe the cop didn't mean to. Maybe he meant to. This cop has now been sentenced to jail, to death, that did this. This this happened. This is not a made-up story. This actually happened. Cop barges into a house, shoots and kills the family, and now he's sentenced to death. But you know what's scary about this story? Okay, don't anybody. This is, you know, what? a little I'm, interactive radio here, guys. I uh, am riveted with anticipation. And acted his power to defend himself rather than try to defuse the situation? No, you know what's scary about this story? The cop that's going to the death penalty for murdering a family in their house illegally, which happens here in America all the time. It wasn't in America. It was in, uh. Oh. China or Japan or... You're kidding. I'm dead serious. Sentenced to death. I don't have the story. I'm going off memory on this story. Well, then you saw, you need to bring up more facts. So, actual evidence. Well, you know, it's, not, it's been talked about. Picks or it never happened. If I was happened. Brad Friedman, I would have ripped you a new a-hole yeah, right what now. what the hell was that called? <laughs> well, hey, let's not, let's not project, up. let's not project that Brad Friedman sexual preference <laughs> on me, okay? Anyways. <laughs> Speaking of cops being gigantic a-holes sometimes. Never. Almost all the time. I've never heard of a cop being a giant, Not gigantic every time, a-hole. but most of the time, like 99.9% of the time. All but not of the time, which is most of the time. <laughs> this, this happened over up in Texas uh, at a university, uh, and you may or may not have heard of it. But a girl was simply jogging. She had her little earbuds in. This happened just this past week. And a cop was yelling at her to stop, and he planned on citing her for jaywalking, and she didn't hear him. So he, like, wobbled over to her and uh, grabbed her by the arm, and she yanked her arm away, not realizing what was going on. 
They then proceed, he then proceeded to, uh, put her under arrest for resisting arrest. And this is all coming out of her supposedly jaywalking. And it, uh, it eventually ended up being, uh, four cops by the end of it all. Because at one point after all of this went down, she started crying and, and pleading, you know, please don't arrest me. I was simply jogging. I didn't hear you. I wasn't trying to break any laws. And essentially, they took her to jail. And apparently it takes four men to take a, a completely innocent, no record jogger attending college to jail these days for simply running. And is this not like a mirror image of what just happened in New York with an Asian guy who didn't speak English whatsoever? Oh, yep. Man. Which they slammed on the ground How because pathetic. he was jaywalking and the, the officers didn't make enough uh, effort to communicate to him in a language that he could understand where he could just literally could not understand what was going on. He couldn't understand. Well, so, we've had this, we've had this with death, older gentlemen, 70 year old death man, 70 something year old death man. In, in New York had the same thing happen to him. And I did look up that story because I wanted to make sure I got the, the, uh, everything together. And he, uh, it wasn't their home. I apologize. It was their, their restaurant that they owned. And, um, he was sentenced to death for intentional homicide in order to pay before they kill him. He has to pay 73,324 yen, which is $12,000, almost yeah, $12,000 in American It's not very dollars. much. <laughs> to the family. <laughs> Twelve Imagine grand. That. There you go. I hope you feel better. <laughs> Sorry I took out like half your family. But, your you wife know. and unborn child's dead, but Whatever. hey, here's 12 grand. Be happy. Yay. Well, it's China. That's pretty big for them in China. I mean, let's be honest. But anyway. Oh, so big. American penis. So very big. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the story at hand. Uh, I just wanted to, to make sure I corrected that. You can buy half a car. Congratulations. <laughs> we, we do see a lot of this, and this is a problem I have. This is something that bothers me. I, you know, chemtrails is my main thing, as we all know. And I don't hate cops. I know cops that I am friends with, that I, I, I would like to see them. You know, we interviewed Erickson two weeks ago. That's the kind of person I would like to, to see as a law enforcement officer. Somebody who, who cares about the country, who cares about the Constitution, who cares about the people that he's out there, you know, working with and working for. He gets that. He understands that. And you would be surprised at the cops that here's where the restaurant that I work in. We have a lot of local B cops, canine cops, uh, state troopers, uh, people who come in there and eat. And the canine cop, it's funny because he's like a really, basically, I'm not, you know, you, you run from that motherfucker. He's, no, this guy's like a sweetheart. He's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy. And oh, he's but a sweetheart, Spicoli. If you would meet him on the street, though, he would be busting your balls. And just because I know him, I think I have a lot of free pass around the Orlando area because I know a lot of the cops around there. But uh, I think that I probably may not be arrested just because that's the other thing, which is also BS. Because just since I know them, I may have a free pass of just saying that they may dump out something that they may find or whatever just to refrain from me having you know a criminal record whereas another cop just because he had a bad day may decide to give somebody you know an arrest or bust them over something that's so insignificant that 
the the police force from from town to town you really can't regulate it actually you should be able to regulate it and it should be completely regulated but it's not you know podunk you know small town oklahoma and all these other cities where you're seeing a lot of this stuff happening to where you see a lot of the over overzealous cops who are using their 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 force uh it was somewhere up in the Midwest to where a guy just got beaten while he was in handcuffs and beaten to death. You know, these, these people, oh, a, a mentally handicapped woman got, did you see that video where she got railed in the face? Yeah. Well, you have uh, Thomas Kelly who just, you know, a year and a half ago was beat to death on the side of a street corner as he's yelling for his father saying, daddy, please, they're killing me. They're killing me. And, and, and the cop walked, both cops walked, but, and I wanted to cover this last week and I didn't get to it. Uh, he went to a restaurant last week, and the entire restaurant booed him out of it. So fuck you, you douchebag. And that's great. I mean, that's that's society and it's up in acting because they're under the protective nature of of the government or the state because they say, well, technically they didn't do anything wrong. They were they were enacting their own rights. Uh, another video of something I can't remember where this was. It was I think it was up north. I don't want to say it was in Canada, but there was a, a man on on a bus. They had cleared the bus because he had a knife, but there was nobody else in the bus. There wasn't a driver. It was him holding a knife. Oh, and, yeah, I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, they shot him. I mean, they shot him dead from all the cops being at least a good 8 to 12 feet away from him, and they enacted their right to you know, use lethal force, which was not right whatsoever. Like, the man was obviously mentally disturbed. Uh, the the mental issue, which is kind of it's, – it's always – it's it's a hot button here because a lot of times here in America we don't get it covered enough. People, especially who have no other option, are just basically turned to the streets and have no you know help uh, to to deal with their their instability. As well, oh, as well wait, see, Spicoli, the the where I different on you with that is differ <laughs> differ with you on that is that a lot of these mental issues we're seeing today. Uh, I, I attribute a lot of it to the drugs people are, are put on, the, uh, the chemicals that are added to our water, our food. Um, and hey, I can say it because Fortoad ain't here. The, uh, the chemtrails sprayed over our heads, you know? With that said though, should there be any, you how know, about, how past, about the radiation poisoning? Childhood poisoning? as an adult human being that's going to put a substance in their system. Should they not be somewhat accountable for their actions even still? I mean, you can read the warning labels. Most people nowadays but, know that psychotropic drugs and mind-altering drugs could have a really negative effect on but, you. But we had this conversation earlier, and the problem is is everybody goes, oh, well, the doctor told me. Oh, the doctor man. knows. Whatever. He knows what he's Come giving on. me. He knows that I should be on this. Well, this like, is what I should be on. Okay, well... Take, for instance, a doctor prescribed me a medication after I had my son. Okay. Effector? Was it Effector? Effector XR. Effector, yeah. I opted not to take it after the first day because I realized that I didn't have the control that I wanted for myself. And I'm I'm sorry if, if you're going to sit on drugs that are going to... That you recognize are, are putting you into a state that you can't control, then maybe those aren't the drugs for you to be on. I'm what, sorry. So what about- cry in your fucking milk. <laughs> Get over what- it. 
You'll get past it. I mean, it's not, these drugs are so ridiculous anymore. Ridiculous. That 50% at least of the nation is on right now. We've got a bunch of crazy homicidal maniacs roaming around right now. I'm a little bit petrified of what my son will be up against once he becomes Oof. a grown adult. If he a grown makes adult, it I'm worried that about far, when he makes it to seven I don't want or eight. him to get blasted at a school or at a shopping mall or anywhere else, a movie theater. You know, you want to be able to roam around freely without having to worry about well, crap like that. Well, first, first of all, let me, let me decrease your worries right now because in America, uh, I believe it's 20 or not 20, uh, two point, I want to say 2.8 million deaths a year approximately in America. Out of those 2.8 million deaths, 1% is related to gun violence. 1%. 43% is related to tobacco. So you tell me what the big concern is there. Oh, okay. All right, so that's just something to think about. What's the rest of it? Um, accidents and cars. Uh, uh, Cardiopulmonary issues. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's ridiculous what, what they make us fear of. And, and talking about, uh, we were talking about in another country, the crazy man, Spicoli, I think you brought it up. You know, they, they went and shot him. I'm playing a video right now for Lexi. I don't know if you can still see it, honey, because I moved the laptop down there, but. Kind of not really. <clears throat> this happened, um, in Red Rock Canyon in Arizona. And, uh, the video is, is, is kind of disturbing because it's hard being me and trying to point out police brutality and then in the same process wishing the cops would have been a little more forceful. Uh, in the video I'm talking about, it's the, the title of it, you guys uh, can Google Last Moments of Man Killed by Police at Red Rock Captured on Video. And what it shows is a, a desert road. There's a few cars, you know, on the side of the road and stuff. And these, 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 it's actually park rangers to begin with, because it must be a national park. And they're talking to this guy in the middle of the road. They're kind of going back and forth with him. There's a few times where, um, if they would have been men, they could have controlled the situation and got this guy down. But then, of course, a state trooper rolls up. And uh the guy is obviously disturbed, as you were saying, Spicoli, about the other story you were talking about. Right. He's he's obviously mentally disturbed, probably on some some drug, whether it be legal or illegal. Uh you know, we never really get down to the illegal or to the legal drugs in these situations when there's something happening. But there's multiple times there's two two park rangers here, armed park rangers, that could have very easily controlled this individual. And they didn't. They just kind of let him keep wandering around. And, and uh, there's a, a point in time where they start getting a little aggressive with him and he fights back a little bit. Uh, and they chase him around the road a little. As I'm speaking, I'm watching the video here. And the state trooper rolls up. The guy tries to jump in the state trooper car. And uh, the trooper opens up and drops 12 in them. 
when there's three guys against one, no weapons uh, visibly possessed by the person in question. And, and these, these are the reasons, again, why I had this conversation with Dave. I, I, there are certain things that are your rights and not your rights here in Florida. You don't have to alert a cop that you have a weapon that you're carrying. But as my own personal benefit, if I get pulled over, I'm going to alert them that I'm carrying a weapon because I don't want to get shot 12 times because re- they possibly see a gun. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, <laughs> an event that happened when I was about seven months pregnant and I looked pretty pregnant about then and I was in cosmetology school and when I would go home each night we had to do these perm wraps so we took these mannequin head heads home <laughs> I remember this yeah. and we would do them at in class during the day and we would put you know six or seven heads in a clear plastic like giant bag and put them yeah. in the back seat of our car to take home to do our homework and we had just come back from Jacksonville that weekend, and Sean always brings his handgun. He puts it in the glove box, and he left it in there. And they had a, like, they had this, like, stop on one of the back roads back where I live. And I was going, like, five miles over the speed limit, and they flagged me over. So Those are called speed traps, honey, just for the record. <laughs> whatever. So dumb. So I, I get flagged over and I pull in and he walks up and he he like looks in the back seat and he kind of looks at me, he looks in the back seat and he was like, what, uh, what is that back there? Because, you know, it's like faces pressed up against <laughs> a plastic hands. bag and it's kind of like <laughs> steamed up now because the hair was kind of wet and <laughs> whatever. And I was like, they're just mannequin heads, man. Uh, it's for school. He was like, right. Uh, <laughs> I remember that. Night. You came home scared, actually, he, a little bit. He was like, uh, license and registration, please. I was like, can I just let you know that I'm pregnant? I really have to pee. I'm feeling really hormonal. And by the way, there's a gun in my glove box. And he's like, all right. <laughs> he was like, take the gun, put it on the passenger seat, and leave that there. Don't touch that. <laughs> And I, I hand him, you know, the rest of my, everything he asks me for. And he looks at me and he's like, all right, don't get any bright ideas. Just sit tight. Okay. And I'm like, all right. And he comes back like 20, he didn't even get it all the way to his car. He just turns back around and he's like, you know what? Just take your stuff and go home and go pee. <laughs> he was like, but get rid of the gun, okay? Just don't carry the gun around. The head thing is freaking me out. And he just like went back to his car. That was like the best excuse ever to have mannequin heads and be pregnant but when you're getting listen, pulled Listen, listen. Why shouldn't you have the gun, though, if you're pregnant? I have no idea. Have told him, if you wouldn't have told him <laughs> you had the gun, though, and he found out, he could have been a completely different dick and thrown you on the floor. Oh, yeah. Like, as being a terrible. pregnant woman. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm saying, as alerting somebody, I understand it's not your duty to actually have to alert somebody, but just as a respect issue as how things go currently, I would alert an officer just so I didn't get shot accidentally or thrown on the ground or not, whatever. For, forget how things are currently. That is, that's just common courtesy. I mean, yeah, I, I not, don't have a problem law, with that. I, no, it's not the law and it shouldn't be the law, but, as as an upstanding decent person, uh, uh, knowing that this individual is doing that, see that's the thing. People think I hate cops. I don't hate cops. I I respect the job that they are are have decided to do. It's not an easy job, 
but they decided to do it. Okay, so as a, as a citizen, I feel it's it's my responsibility to do everything I can to help them make their job easier. Now there are circum certain circumstances where hey, I might have to interact with one of these guys, and I don't have a problem with that. You know, hey, if I'm if I'm speeding down the road and we've agreed that we're going to drive 55 miles an hour or 70 miles an hour or 38 miles, whatever it be, we've agreed to that. We, we've taken our license and we've said, I will follow the rules of the road. All right. We, we have agreed to that. No argument there. You know, you, you see some of these activists out there and not knocking anybody. I appreciate everybody's activism. But you'll see these people that refuse to talk to cops. Refuse. During a traffic stop when they got pulled over for speeding. Or they got pulled over for a blown tail light. Or they got pulled over for whatever they got pulled over for. And that's where you need to alert them where you're saying, because I work, you know, in a restaurant that's close to, you know, downtown area in Orlando. And there's sometimes issues that happen, not with our restaurant, but just things that happen around. And I've had to speak to police outside for issues that had nothing to do with where we were at and i had my gun on me and did i need to tell him oh i'm carrying a gun no i talked to the police and i told him what i needed to and you know that was it that's basically it you don't but i I don't i don't but my point is my point here is is you know we we look at the austin austin woman dragged screaming because she didn't hear uh because she had earbuds in we look at something like that, and we get angry. I mean, that that makes me angry. That that's a bad thing to happen in this country. That 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 yeah. is a movement to tyranny. That that's not a good thing. All right. And she looks so frightened. Like when you when you look at the picture of her, like oh, she she's looks not somebody who looks like she was causing trouble. Like she's she's got you know her pigtails. She looks like she's you know a college student. She's got she's, some nice she's thick thighs. Though, I'll tell you. Oh yeah, she's a softball girl, definitely, or something like that. She's, oh my god. <laughs> But but my point is, Spicoli, here's my point, okay? You're so serious. We entrust... Why so serious? <laughs> Why so serious? <laughs> there you go, Scott. One for you, brother. Uh, anyway, we, we, we entrust people to do jobs. All right, we, let's go down to the level of job. All right. You go to McDonald's, which I don't do, but you might go to McDonald's, and you order your double cheeseburger. And on that double cheeseburger, you expect some cheese, you expect some mustard, some mayonnaise, or some, some, double some ketchup, going on. S- some onion. Referred to as a hack job, too, when you're talking about jobs. This is a hack job. So well, yes, just, just let me go through my point here. <laughs> you, you have a job to do. We, we all We all have a job to do. No matter what your job be, you have a job to do. All right, guess what? I like to experiment with some things that quite aren't legal. All right. Really? Maybe. Uh-huh. Possibly. But when it comes down to my job, if I find a joint in the ashtray outside the uh, the pool... I have to report that to my employer because that's my job. All right. So everybody has a job and they have specific 
guidelines to, 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 that they have to follow in that job. But you also have to be a human while you do your job. And that's yep. part of what we're missing. That's part of what they've removed from this one position, this law enforcement position. They've removed the humanity. They, they, think- they've, they've eliminated the fact that you in that blue uniform with that little shiny piece of tin on your chest are still a human being and you still make mistakes and you still don't do everything properly. And in that situation there, you know, this, this young, uh, 24 year old girl or 22 year old girl, however old she was, you know, that could have been a, a, you know, an apprehension and they go, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had earbuds in. Sweetheart, listen, come on. Let's, let's sit down. Let's calm down. Let's talk about this a little bit. You know, you're not doing anything wrong. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to, you know, tackle you on the ground and handcuff you here. Let's, let's just relax and let, let's just take a breather for a second. Let's, let's, let's just talk. Let's just talk for a moment. See, we don't, that, that's the problem. That that's what's happened in our society. There, the, nobody wants to talk. Nobody wants to to learn what you're going through. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to uh, appreciate what you're doing every day. Or, They're or just worried about themselves or sympathize. Or, yeah, very yeah, sympathize. It, it, I I I would. I agree with you somewhat, but where, again, I am actually fairly close to some of the Orlando police officers that are just around the local area where I'm at. The OPD is not that big of a force, especially at any given time. You well, know, if, I, if, I, if I recall prop, if I recall correctly, um, Shannon was talking back when Colin was still alive, and I believe there's, I don't know, 900 cops or so? 700. It's 700 now. On the total force. And that's the total force. We're not talking about at a given time. No, yeah, I meant total force is what I meant, yeah. I mean, you might have 50 on in a night. Okay. Let me tell you, let me tell you, most of the cops, at least with the people that they know, which is, I will tell, agree with you. Well, that's fucked up too, though. Exactly. This is the biggest bullshit, but the people that they know, if I got pulled over allegedly with something in my car that I didn't need to have, maybe I had two things that I shouldn't have had together. They might drop one of them and, uh, you know, maybe only hassle me over one or might not hassle me over anything. But the, the sympathy through cops, I will agree, doesn't involve what they really need to because the, there's the letter of the law. There is. And then there's also the letter of what's right. I mean, were you really doing anything wrong? Did they need to bust you for finding, you know, whatever in your ashtray? Did they, did they need to hassle you for this? And what? did they need to be violent assholes about it? That's another thing. Where When they're violent assholes, there's absolutely the complete disregard of, of you know, civil rights and everything else like that. That's where I understand where your anger can we comes Can, can we call it the level of humanity? Spicoli, would that work yeah. for you? The level yeah. of humanity? I would agree with that. How about we get back to a human level? How about we all realize that we all have a heart, we all have lungs, 
Well, except for, you know, Dick Cheney, <laughs> maybe. But, you know, we, we all we are human beings. Yeah. And, and maybe some of us aren't in the best place of our life. Maybe some of us are in a better place than you are. Maybe that's why we see some of this stuff. But that's what it comes down to. It comes down to humanity. It comes down to respecting another human being. It doesn't matter what your job title is. It, it matters how you, as a person, treat other people. And I'm sorry, but if, if your job is to protect and serve, you damn well better be a better humanitarian than my waitress at the restaurant. Right, and don't bust some ass. I just saw uh, somebody posted on, you know, all these people busted in Tampa on a prostitution thing. I'm like, you know, all right, whatever. These guys, if it's in, depending on the on the predicaments. And Are you talking about the kitty porn sting? Because I know a guy. No, this was a not a kitty porn sting. Okay. It was just a prostitution sting, which these people, first of all, th- why are you busting their balls? Because it's just most more. They just want not, their dick exactly. sucked. Come they on now. They're off. They're hardworking guys. Most of the time they're blue collar. They're not, you know, they're, they're, they're hardworking individuals that really may not want a relationship and just maybe want to pay 30 bucks to get their rocks off. I mean, are you going to sit here and just continually bust these people and now, you know, you might be a felon or whatever. I, I think it's maybe a misdemeanor charge, but why are you going to hassle those people? What's the point? What is the point of doing that? What's well, because that, that brings violence, Spicoli. Don't you know sex brings violence? Drugs bring violence. It all brings violence. It's oh, yeah. destroying our world. What's wrong with you? Why don't you understand that, Spicoli? No, I'm, I'm sorry. So, I just I had a little I'm rant so there. I'm so drawn from society that <laughs> I can't realize that. So, really, you know what? People want sex. It's going to happen. And the I'm I'm all with you know the Dennis Hoff opinion. It's just it needs to be regulated and taxed and safe because then people can just go to do that. You'd see reduction in rape crimes. But why does it? Like, why does it have to be re- regulated? Why does it have to be taxed? I'm not just talking about no, sex. I'm yeah, talking about okay. weed. I'm talking about what? Why? 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 It doesn't, it doesn't need, nobody really needs a slice of the pie, but it, in all reality, when you're talking about. Well, I like a slice of the pie, but I think we're talking I about a totally different pie there. Pie. Give me the piece of the pie. That, but <laughs> that, when you're in this country, the tax man always wants his cut, and it's almost, it's, it's, it's the price of doing business. But what has he done to earn his cut? Tell me what he's done to earn his cut. Absolutely nothing. Right, he good. was just around to say, hey, you owe me something. I give you this. Do you give me that? He's the ultimate loan shark. He's like, hey, listen, you're doing this. You owe me a vig. Why? Because you do. So, so are you saying the IRS is kind of like the pimp of the United States? Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't say that, but well, I said I, that. Some people, some people may relate relate that uh, you know coincidence in, in nature in between the two individuals or the two. Uh, Righteous companies. I think the IRS is a big fucking crock of shit. I'm sorry again. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll limit it's, my. Economy. It's only meant six, so you're good, Spicoli. I've been counting. So, don't worry. I've been uh, counting, Spicoli. Don't worry. Guess, uh, guess who wants to chime in again? Skin biscuits or buzzard? Once again. Once when it again. comes to prostitution, a lot. I've seen a thing, a few things on TV recently. A lot of them girls are not out there by choice. No, that's a whole different, that's a whole different thing though, uh, uh, Buzzy. Because I would agree that there should be, uh, 
you know, obviously I don't think a, a pimp should be able to force a woman into doing that, which I think is what you're referring to. Not necessarily a pimp, but not like a bunny ranch. We have the sex, we have the white, the, 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 the sex trades, the white sex trades. Um, we have, you know, young children getting involved. There are in, prostitutes in the truck stops and the rest areas. There's very few out there anymore in truck stops and rest areas, to be honest with you. Damn, that's where I was the, heading tonight. Walking down the street. Uh, those, those girls are not there by choice in general. Especially the younger ones. You, they look old enough, but they're actually not. Yeah, but Buzzy, we're not really talking about, I don't, I don't condone the street prostitution. I'm, I'm more condoning of, there needs to be places that are set up that are regulated, just like the Bunny Ranch in, in, uh, you know, in where Dennis Hoff is at. There are people who are, are accepted for what they do. They're provided a safe place to do it in. If there's somebody who's becoming rowdy or is not, you know, Exactly, and that's where I'm saying it needs to be more to that aspect in in most states because then you would eliminate the lot lizards. You know, the sex the sex trade's still not going to go away, but but the same is when you eliminate drug crimes, the cartels the cartel of violence will eliminate once you legalize marijuana. I'm actually an advocate of. At least decriminalizing all drugs. I think you should be oh, well. able to do what you want to do with your own body. I just also think that, you know, the cocaine trade and heroin trade would also cause more violence than anything else. But there are standard, uh, you can look at this standard of, of legalizing or decriminalizing drugs and you're going to reduce the drug violence and the drug trafficking violence depending on that certain drug because there's just no competition that's going on there. Buzzy. They won't, they won't, if they legalize marijuana nationwide, they will still have your drug cartel for the cocaine, the heroin, and everything else. Well, then I, the I, marijuana, then I get, you know cannabis. what, you know what's, uh, you know what, Buzzy, I guess we should just decriminalize everything and treat it as oh, a medical oh, condition. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. You can go right ahead. Do it in your town. <laughs> The war on drugs has been proven to not work. And let me tell you, Buzzy, let me tell you something. In my town, you know what the biggest problem is? Pills. So what are we going to do about that? That's the biggest problem in the town I live in. And uh, who's that? Heroin's not a problem in this town. Marijuana's not a problem in this town. Pills are a problem in this town. Big Pharma is the the one to blame for that, Buzzy. And where where, where are they getting the pills? They're getting uh, them from the unethical doctors. They're no good. They need to be replaced. He's back to the story here. They need to be replaced with legitimate medication. Safe. This is highly addictive, highly mind-altering, messed-up yes. pharmaceutical I drugs. I agree with that. They shouldn't be there. They shouldn't and be you, in place. He, he said, give me some marijuana. <laughs> but you can get those drugs without having to go to a pill mill. You can... Being in uh, not an elderly person, but somebody who's not, you know, in their mid twenties, even into their thirties, you go to the doctor and say, um, "I've got a little bit of pain." More than likely, they're going to provide you with something that's going to uh, eliminate or subside a little bit of that pain without a lot of uh, fuss. You just say, "Hey, I've got this pain." They're not going to ask you many questions because they're going to be kicked out. Maybe we all live, but now you know what they tell you. Where, where I live at, they tell you to go smoke a joint. I don't know. No. I wish. Uh, <laughs> go, uh, go take a Tylenol. No, I get you. You know what, Buzzy? Now, for, fortunately enough for me, uh, you know, I don't put chemicals like that in my body. I don't take pharmaceuticals. 
But you know how easy, and I this is without a joke, how easy in the apartment complex I live and work in, how easy it would be for me to produce multiple pills a day with nobody even noticing. Right. I, I live in a 55-plus community where people are on 10 to 15 prescriptions each. I have a key to everybody's apartment. I could get into any apartment I want at any time I want to. Now, luckily enough for them, I'm an upstanding person. I wouldn't do that. But that's how easy it is to get drugs. But see, now how you're upstanding, I worked for door-to-door sales for Kirby, Kirby Vacuum Cleaners, and I knew for a fact that people were doing exactly what you said, selling, trying to sell to the old people. They didn't buy it. Let me go use your bathroom. Go to the bathroom and clean out their cabinet of 50% of the medicines that were in there because they're retirement communities. Yep. Very, it, it is very, very easy. And thank God I don't do that kind of stuff, not, not steal drugs, but thank God I don't do hardcore drugs anymore um, because it would be like that. that easy. But you should have the option to not have to do something hardcore. No, you not. Uh, what's that, Buzzy? You should not. Oh, I, maybe I misunderstood you. I thought you were saying you should have the option to do hardcore drugs if you want no, to. No, 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 no. You should have the option to not do. Buzzy, why would you not give somebody the option to be able to smoke I live, whether or not smoke, at least take a cannabis product rather than the opiates and all that. I'm not talking about cannabis whatsoever. That's what y'all taking me wrong. I don't care. Smoke all you want to smoke. <laughs> God damn, uh, fire up, baby. So, so you're you're talking about cocaine. You're talking about I'm heroin. Talking about heroin. Uh, yeah, cocaine. Uh, yeah, crack. Yeah. Oxycontins. Um, Oxycontin. As long as you get illegal, I don't care. As yeah. long as you, you so, get it for. Actual pain, not just because you got a little headache. But those are synthesized ingredients. When you talk about like the coca leaf, if you chew on the coca leaf, We're those are actually the products leaf. that it would allow you to, you know, benefit off of the opiate, the poppy plant. You can still OD off of the the. It's called latex, well, that's or kind of exactly. like it's, it's if you're like dumb enough to go out there and chew on that damn flower. Uh, yeah, you got a possibility of ODing. Well, that's your damn. And that's why opiates, I, I would not ever agree that there's any benefit to any opiate whatsoever. But even the coca leaf, what they used to do is they take the coca leaf, and it's a leaf. There's no pod, really, that you get. You'd have to take no, a lot of totally coca No, it's totally a leaf. To, they smush down and, yeah. Exactly. And when you chew on the leaf, when you chew on the leaf, it allows you to absorb more oxygen in, in your lungs into we, some of these. We had this conversation. Spicoli, Spicoli, we had that conversation already, my friend. I was talking about prostitutes, where uh, I think it's really wrong uh, to, to go out and get a whore, you know, even if she says okay. No, it, I don't agree with it. To each your own, but well, the majority of the girls are not out there willingly. Well, let me uh, ask you. Let me ask you this, Buzzy. Do you think it's wrong uh, to go out and uh, maybe pay a girl to give you a massage? Even even if even if she's doing it willingly, do you have do you think do you have a problem going out and paying a girl to give you a massage? I don't I don't believe in paying for sex. Believe it or not. No, no, no I didn't. Did I did, did, did so I moral, say sex? Morally, yes. Morally, yes. I think it's wrong. Did I say sex? I said, do massage. you have a problem going and getting oh, a girl to give you a massage? What type of massage? You talk a back rub? No. A massage. He didn't specify. Uh, a massage in my dick? Yes. I am talking about a therapeutical massage to correct a muscle issue 
in your back, shoulder, leg, no, no, whatever. No, no, there's nothing wrong with that. That's more or less um, somewhat medical. Okay, so let, let me ask you this question, Buzzy. You're a single guy. Maybe you're not the best-looking guy in the world, which, you know, you're really not, but we'll just do this, you know, hypothetically. We're not going to direct this at you, right? Uh, I'm a very good-looking good old fat guy. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. All right, so, so you're, a, you're a guy. You're not the best-looking. Maybe you, maybe you have social issues, and you don't know how to pick up a woman, or you don't know how to talk to women. So wouldn't it be a therapeutical thing? To go and maybe have a girl massage, and I mean massage, you? Well, if they legalize it and it's not on my block, uh, go do what you got to do, I guess. But do but I who, agree with it? You, no. But hold on. Would you rather not have that option available rather than some asshole who needs to go and rape somebody? Now he has a choice to go and spend his money. He could still go and rape somebody. Don't get me wrong. But now he's got the option. To go and spend whatever little money he has or hard-earned money, rather than have to go and uh, result or resort to an illegal activity. Now, if this was a legal activity, you could eliminate two illegal activities. One is I prostitution. One is rape. Illegal. You could eliminate both right there. The, usually, the illegal activity, the girls are not there doing it willingly. But if it was legal. They might they would, be willingly. They, they might be willingly, and you know what? You could tell me, and I don't get me wrong, I know there's a lot of forced prostitution in this world, but there's also a lot of, hey, I'm a whore and I want to get laid, pay me money, prostitution in this world also. And Buzzy, how many times has, has Miss Buzzard, you know, laid it on you, and you have done something on the back oh, yeah. side. And, and every time after me, Mrs. Buzzy gets done doing it, I reach my wallet, give her 20 bucks. They, I'm telling you, <laughs> right there. I'm telling you. Look, it's, it's the oldest profession. Yeah, really. Prostitution's <laughs> no different than marriage. Come on. Let's, let's really be honest here, Buzzy. Prostitution's uh, yeah, I, no I, different I, I than marriage. Groceries. I paid a rent. Yeah. Uh, what was it here? What was this last holiday deal? Oh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, it cost me, uh, a few hundred bucks for a goddamn ring. Yeah, I know. I know all about it. Oh, uh, you're a, you're a sucker that falls into the fucking corporate holiday of of holiday. Val- Valentine's Day. Oh, Mrs. Buzzy wants it. I give it to Mrs. Buzzy, not because I give it to it's Mrs. Corporate Buzzy. is because I love my wife. <laughs> and then if I don't, I catch hell. So. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, brother. You're you're a good man, Buzzy. You know I love you. No homo. You love me, so I can say you better say you no homo. <laughs> All right, man. Listen, we're going to wrap the show up. I appreciate your call again, Buzz. Hey, get off my phone. I got places to go. Be safe out there, my friend. See you uh, later. <laughs> All right, Spicoli. Got any last words, my friend? No, just that, uh, yeah, prostitutes are badass. <laughs> they need to be legal. <laughs> How about you, honey? I can't follow that with anything. Well, I would like to thank you, Spicoli, for sitting in for Four Toad. Did Absolutely. a great job tonight. I appreciate it. Buzzy, I want to thank you for your phone calls. And guys, listen. All we do is share information and give you our opinions. Go get on the damn internets. Search this stuff out yourself. Internet. Learn for yourself. And understand that, uh, there's something not right. Fukushima. <laughs> Fukushima. Fukushima. But we, we will talk to you soon. I'm working on getting um, 
um, Wolfgang Wolfgang Halbit Halbit. Uh, he is a, prof- a, a, a a guy out there. He does law enforcement. He does school security, and he's got a lot of questions about Sandy Hook. So I hope to be talking to him real soon. Guys, listen, you've been listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I appreciate your time, and we look forward to speaking to you again next week. Make sure you check out all the programming on the station. Go to RazRadioLive.com. Go to Schedules, and you can find out what's going on. Talk to you soon. Yes, Amendment 2. Yeah. Yes, on Amendment 2. I don't know what to do We're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake When I'm risking it all with no time to waste Fuck this bad race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent with the light show from a passing UFO, lost in the glow of the unknown. Please don't go. Day one, I've been in this alone With odds stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't have a love back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check For intelligent life, now it's time to connect With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the
guys so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity